Hey, it's Figgy Fig, and I got to tell you guys about Pittman Chiropractic and Wellness. I've been having some serious lower back and neck issues over the past few years, and finally, I decided to get it checked out with Dr. Pittman. After my first two appointments, my neck and back felt amazing. My body feels rejuvenated, and I actually walked out the office faster than when I walked in. And you can have that same feeling. Pittman Chiropractic and Wellness specializes in neck and back pain, muscle and joint pain, and so much more. Make your appointment today. 346-774-2887. That's 346-774-2887. Or you can check them out online at PCAWellness.com. That's PCAWellness.com. And tell them Figgy Fig sit you. So you qualify. Every Friday. The advantage and get wasted. My deadly notes reign supreme. Your fort is basic compared to mine. Shout out to my man Tab. The crash paragraphs contain cyanide. Take a free ride on my card. I got the fashion catalog for all y'all that all praise through the guard. The saga continues. Because 
Last week was the 25th anniversary of that album, that Wu that Tang Forever album. Okay. 25 years, man. It seemed like we were just celebrating 25 years of the uh, end of the chambers. I know, right? <laughs> that album is 25 years, and I actually had that album as a kid. <laughs> So um, I remember my mom. Remember back in the day, the uh, the um, the CDs where you get like a hundred CDs for like one penny or some shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So my mom did that. So this was one of the albums I had the uh, the um, P Diddy and the Family album. Uh oh. No way uh, out. Okay. Yeah, I had uh, Biggie Ready to Die. We had mm-hmm. Tupac. Number one album of all time, apparently, according to Rolling Stone. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna, at least. We gonna, get, we gonna get to that. But, of course. But, um, yeah, man. Um, it's crazy just listening to this song. This So, if y'all not familiar, you know, I work on In The Loop. I'm the producer. And we have a segment called Think Tank. And this is the instrumental I mm-hmm. use for the Think Tank. And yeah. so, every time I hear this instrumental now... Or just the, the beat. Tank, I think yeah. about yeah. So yeah, people people probably don't even know where that instrumental came from. <laughs> probably. I mean, I would hope. I mean, there there are some rap songs where it's like, yeah, well, okay, fair enough. It's sports radio audience. I mean, you yeah, probably don't yeah, know where it came yeah, from. Yeah, so not this one stop. because I play some stuff where you know it's kind of obvious. But yeah. this one, um, you either got to be a, a like a deep hip hop fan from the nineties. To, mm-hmm. to know this one, you had to be actually listening to some shit in the nineties. But um, yeah, they're gonna, they gonna hear that song and uh, say, "Hey, that's Figgy's beat." They yeah, hear it on some TV show. Or something. <laughs> hey, that's Figgy's. They playing Figgy's song. Yeah, it's funny. Whenever <laughs> I play shit, sometimes I get a random DM or a text like, "Hey, what's what was the name of that song you just played?" And mm-hmm. I'll be like, "Man, I I play all type of shit. I don't even. Uh, I gotta go back. What time was it?" It was like in the eleven o'clock hour, so I'll be having to go back to see what I played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's funny. I'll be playing all type of shit, man. <laughs> yeah, you should play. You should make a playlist with uh, all your bump songs, man, so people can stop asking. They can just go refer to the bump song playlist. Yeah, yeah, I might. Um, yeah, I might do that, man. Just put out all the music I, I um, from the bump, the bump music, and say, "Here you go. <laughs> this is all the shit yeah. I'll be playing." Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, happy birthday or anniversary to Wu Tang Forever. Um, you know, I always liked that album, man. I think when people when it first came out, people thought it was a disappointment compared to 36 Chambers and also all the Wu Tang solo albums at that point. Yeah. But I like that album a lot, man. It has some of my favorite Wu Tang albums of, of songs of all time. Uh Heaters, I think, is probably my favorite um Wu Tang song, man. And it's yours. I love that song too. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of heat. Yeah, it's a double disc and there's yeah. filler on it. There's a lot of skips for me, uh, especially listening to it again now. But no, that that's a re- it was a really good album, man. Yeah. I don't think it was really appreciated at the time for how good it was. And the, and the video for Triumph cost almost a million dollars, which, which is was crazy. unheard of at it, that time. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And they, even looking at it now, it's kind of like like, How did this cost like eight hundred thousand? I know. Yes, the graphics look like fucking Sega Saturn type shit. Yeah, <laughs> like it. I mean, during that time, it had some cool shit going on, mm-hmm. but still, it's just like, man, like that's a million dollars. Like I know, right? I, I understand the the uh, the Busta Rhymes and Janet Jackson video, 
Mm -hmm. The one I think they said that was like I think that was the highest pay at that time. I want to say I forgot how much they paid for that, but that I kind of understand because it looked it looked like something we never seen. But this Wu Tang one is like all right, (laughs) like like it it ain't that futuristic. (laughs) Yeah, and it felt like all of them just like put their ideas in it and they all made it in like uh. Uh, fucking Method Man wanted to be riding on the bike. Uh, Inspector Deck wanted to be hanging on a building like Spider Man for no reason. Yeah. Like it was a bunch of crazy shit going on. I don't know if it really made any sense, but <laughs> it was still a cool video for the time. Now I yeah. still like watching on MTV. So it's cool. I, I can't believe that song was actually like a single, though, man. I know, that right? seemed like an album cut, <laughs> like mm-hmm. a, a hard ass album cut. And that yeah, was because the there's single. like no hook. There's nothing. No hook. And it's twenty. It's <laughs> Nobody 20, will put that shit on the radio. And there's twenty five niggas on the song, man. Yeah, <laughs> spitting sixteen bars. <laughs> yeah, and the song is like fucking eight minutes long, man. Because everybody minutes. gets a verse. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's just wild. Yeah, but uh, still a classic song, classic album. Happy anniversary to mm-hmm. Wu Tang Forever. I might have to run that back this weekend. I don't know. I might yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Prince, tell people what they're listening to real quick. The gems and juice. Yeah, there you go. We back at it now. Speaking of Jay Prince, yeah. before we get to the shits, <laughs> uh, I put a link. Hey, Figgy, pull up this link. I put it right below episode two ten on the showdown or the rundown. Right. Right. Uh, uh, Jay Prince, friend of the show. Yes, you could say the Godfather of the podcast at this mm-hmm. point because he's got his. <laughs> we play his drops all the time now. Um, he has gotten into a little bit of a beef with Wack 100. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wack, who is just known for run, getting on Clubhouse and running his mouth about anything and everything that considers sacred in you know the rap industry at this point. He didn't talk shit about Tupac, Nipsey, <laughs> and now he's talking shit about Jay Prince. Yeah. <laughs> and Jay Prince is going on a tour himself, man. He's he's firing back. He's he's not letting this, this slide. And he was on some show addressing uh, addressing Wack 100, and he he made made a couple of they could call them threats, some <laughs> some veiled threats at the man. They sound a little something like this. And you got a clown like this here, you know, that's talking about you know uh, lip wrestling by what he gonna do to Jay Prince. You know what I mean? And and all I could say about things like that is. I'm going to make him twerk if he come this way because I know who he is, right? I'm going to make him twerk with some lipstick and makeup on because, you know, that's that's the way that is with all that lip wrestling he's doing. You know, this dude is uh, like a real bozo. And I don't understand how L.A., because we got so much respect for L.A., but I, I here's what I know about him in L.A. The man can't walk on his own block. You know what I mean? This 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 whole movement between like him and then you got and daddy you got a Charleston White, right? I feel like talking about all this stuff, right? You got a Charleston White, but but Charleston White is more real than he is. This whack officer whack one hundred because Charleston White, uh, I'll tell you, he a rat and he gonna call the police and he gonna do all of that. This rat one hundred dude slides up on the real ones. Yeah, man. Um, that was an excerpt from the Ghetto Boys Reloaded podcast. Um, you can see Scarface 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, you could tell he was a lot more comfortable in that area yeah. with the Scarface. Cause I, I was, Jay I, Prince, I, you I, don't I, talk that much. Yeah, I kind of got goosebumps a little bit. I felt guilty yeah. chuckling a little bit. <laughs> I think I think uh, Jay Prince forgot cameras were on for a second. He just saw Scarface in them. He was like, hey, I'm going to cut loose. Yeah, so, well, I really think about these fools, but <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I ain't even. Um, this is my first time seeing this one. I know he addressed Wack One Hundred on something. I think it was million dollars worth of game. It was. It yeah, was. Con- it was a quick clip though, so I ain't really think nothing of it. But um, yeah, this is my first time seeing this one. I'm like, man, he got some bass and he sound very animated. I'm make him twerk. <laughs> <laughs> this man is 100, dude. Can't even walk on his own block. Damn he shame. pissed him off, man. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. That, that's the fastest I've heard Jay Prince talk. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how you could tell he was really annoyed with this dude. Man. That's the fastest I've, I've heard Jay Prince talk because I don't think in he was, a long time. Yeah, I don't think he was talking that fast on the other one, though. I think he was kind of talking high. Yeah, let me yeah, let me pull up the other one because yeah, we he, got we got to compare and contrast. Because, but yeah, yeah, usually Jay Prince has that slow delivery yeah. where you hear every word he <laughs> says. But in that one, he was like, "It's one hundred, dude. I'll, I, I'm gonna yeah. make him twerk." Yeah, like, he, <laughs> he usually does not. He does not talk that, and he he was thinking about what he was saying too. It was like, yeah, yeah that, that's. Yeah. I'm not saying Wack 100 got Jay Prince worried or nervous or nothing. I'm just saying, like, you could tell he was more annoyed, yeah. visibly annoyed mm-hmm. with Wack and what the shit he was saying. And he was serious about what he was saying. So, yeah. Here, let me um, put them side by side. Let me see. Yeah. Hip hop culture is concerned. I blaze the trail. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I see one, you know, trying to shit on Tupac. Trying to shit on Nipsey. See, a little slower now. Shit on, mm-hmm. you know, Got more bass in his voice on that one. Yeah. Trying to shit on Master P. You know, good nigga, real niggas. You know, Meek Mill. <laughs> you know, I, I see a nigga get on a, a podcast and with, a, with another rat and go off on 21 Savage. I'm like, oh, this nigga got diarrhea at the mouth. He, he like full of shit, right? He, he the type of nigga that will shit in the bed and blame it on the baby. You know what I mean? Imagine that. Some people get lost along <laughs> Why the way. Why Kelly looks so you know scared? I mean? They get lost along the way, <laughs> and they'll roll off a cliff with, you know what I mean, a, uh, Officer Rat 100. And, uh, you know, I don't like this shit, man. I'm going to calm see, down see, and let super y'all calm talk. on this one. Yeah. Hip-hop culture is concerned. I blaze the trail. But how, how do you and, not laugh at that line about shit in the bed? Yeah. I thought about it. was like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he was scared to even laugh, dog. Yeah. Because I heard that. I kind of, I chuckled. And then I'm like, damn. I had to think about that. Like, have anybody ever did that before? <laughs> that's one of them old people <laughs> sayings dog like i'm sure like I, I don't even know where you even get shit like that anymore that's one that's a lost art those oh like when we get old we're not gonna have shit to say like that man yeah that's something that's just gonna be lost to time mm-hmm. because like there's always those, those old people sayings and that's one of them <laughs> shit yeah. dead and blame the baby yeah <laughs> that ain't gonna last until 2030 so yeah I, that's my first time hearing that to be honest yeah, i never heard that here. Usually I hear, uh, I'm trying to think of some old school ones that. Yeah, me too. I can't use. think of any now that I'm thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I can't think of nothing, but yeah. Um, I got upset when, uh, 
I didn't get upset, but the uh uh the dude we last interviewed mm-hmm. when he said his grandma said if we if you build it, they will come. I'm yeah. like, nah, that's from a movie, dog. But <laughs> that's from Field of Dreams, man. Uh, but uh <laughs> but uh yeah, there's a I can't think of any right now. If y'all yeah. are listening and think of any in the comments or anybody watching, let us know. Yeah. If you can think of them old th- people sayings, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, I know the ones we use. Um, we well, um, I would probably claim this as our our era of those type of terms. But when somebody say, "What's going on?" Same shit, different day, or mm-hmm. same old, same old. <laughs> my world, yeah. you living in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my world. That's one of them for sure. <laughs> my world, you living in it. And, yeah, um, <laughs> trying like, to get like you. Trying to get like you. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, those the ones we kind of. I, I don't want to say we started it, but those the ones we use the most. <laughs> that mm-hmm. that ain't really wise. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, they're they're kind of no like wise. a dumbed down version of it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm chilling. Same old, same old. <laughs> <laughs> I still use that one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a timeless one, man. You gotta say yeah. same old, same old. <laughs> Side note, uh, I hate I hate when um niggas sit there and call me boss. Like, what's up, boss? <laughs> How you yeah, that is annoying, man. And the thing is, like, I never know what your intentions are when you say shit like that. Like, are you saying that like sarcastically? Like, mm-hmm. do we have problems here, man? Or are you just trying to fuck? Is that how you say address <laughs> yeah. everybody? Yeah. Because that's my thing. I don't know your intentions when you say boss or chief or some shit like that. Yeah. It seems yeah. aggressive to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I hate that. I know a lot of his, I, I know this living down here, a lot of Hispanics use boss. And yeah. um, recently, it was a couple of weeks ago, I worked the, um, I was at a Spanish wedding, number Spanish, <laughs> like, Mm-hmm. Nobody really talking in English like that unless they talking to me. <laughs> but um, yeah, every time I took uh, you know help somebody out, they appreciate the boss. <laughs> I'm just like man, yeah. th- like dog, like why is y'all why, why are y'all calling me boss? Like that's some fucking narco shit. <laughs> like you calling yeah. the dude boss? <laughs> like no, nah, like I fucking hate that. <laughs> What's going on, boss? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that either, man. I think that's that's weird because, like I said, I don't know your intentions when you say it, man. So yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of that boss shit either. Yeah, but um, but yeah, Jay, so, yeah, Jay Prince wasn't playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, I mean we are we are mob ties qualified, so yeah. we are standing by our mob ties brother, our partner. It's a mm. partnership. It's a family. Yeah, and the Godfather Jay Prince, we're standing by him, of course. So if y'all LA goons want some, uh, don't come here. But yeah. <laughs> we we will talk to you on the podcast from far, far away. Yeah, and support our podcast brother partner. Yeah, uh, and, Prince. and the force in the league, we probably can't have whack one hundred on. Not I don't. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you ever wanted them on, but yeah, whack one hundred is banned yeah. just off of the ties, man. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. we can't we got to keep it clicked up. So now nah, whack one hundred is banned. Uh, game is probably banned too. Um, <laughs> certain people just gotta be banned. Anybody who affiliates Takashi Six Nine banned. Yeah. Look, y'all people, if y'all ain't cool with the Prince, <laughs> <laughs> Holly Rachel worshiper chiming in on the boss debate says he gets that a lot on the job from non brothers. I hate that. Do they not want to say sir? 
see, I don't like sir either because it makes me sound mad old. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> thanks, sir. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of sir. Yeah. I'm I'm cool with man. What's going on, like man? anything like that. Like, yeah. but uh, the I, boss thing is weird. Yeah, I would take I would take bruh bro. when niggas. What's up, bruh? Or yeah, what's up, bro? Man? Yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> but I'm cool with bro. Yeah, me too, <laughs> bro. Yeah, bro, yeah, I'm blackify. You got, you can say, bro. What's up, bro? Yeah, but the boss and chief and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can keep that, man. Yeah, or um, I know um, this one. I I have a problem with it, but it depends how you say it. And um, shout out to Seth Payne on sixteen. He say this a lot, but in a good way. He he not saying to like try to piss you off, but when people call you buddy. Yeah, yeah, like, Seth does that, and that, I, I, <laughs> that bothered me at first too, man. Because when I used to produce their show, he would—I feel like he was talking down on me when he said it. He like, "Thanks, buddy." Got that audio ready? Thanks, buddy. I'm like the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, he—he he, he doesn't mean it. Yeah, like he—he he really mean it, you know, in a totally different way. I mean, unless he yelling like, "Look here, buddy." Then, mm-hmm. it, then yeah, but he never, you know, address us like that or me like that. Yeah. He, he usually say, "Hey, what's going on, buddy?" Yeah. So, so that's I, just, that's so, just so I kind of, I kind of let that slide. But at first, yeah. I used to perk up a little bit, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buddy. No, I got, I got that, I got the same vibe, man. Because I did like a verse when I didn't know him at all. I'm like, but he was super nice. That's the thing. He was super nice all the time. So yeah. I was like, okay, he's probably not talking shit. But yeah. Plus, he's bigger than me, so I'm not going to fucking yeah. <laughs> get up in his face about it. But still. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, yeah, I forgot what the fuck we're Oh, yeah, Jay Prince. Yeah. We're standing by him. We are we are staking our claim in the Mob Ties family, and we are standing. We're war ready. Qualified. Mm-hmm. We're we're ready for a war of words, okay? I'll put yeah. it like that. We ain't ready for look, the real war. Yeah, look, I don't want no problems with Whack One Hundred or wh- whatever Jay Prince call him, Officer One Hundred. Yeah, <laughs> or Rat One Hundred. <laughs> so, <laughs> look, I don't want no problems with him. Definitely don't want no problems with the uh with the OG Jay Prince. No, yeah. we we are we are new. We are. I'm not gonna say we're neutral because we are signed with Jay Prince, yeah. but we are. Uh, non-combatants. Okay, yeah. we're civilians in this yes, game. We are talking. Yeah. We are talkers. I'm not outside. <laughs> yeah, we ain't we ain't outside like that. But we will have a war of words. Okay, we're grown men. Yeah, and it's about the mob talks about getting money mm-hmm. and, and business partners. Okay, it ain't about them gang shit. According <laughs> to Jay Prince himself. Yeah. Um. So anyway, without further ado, man, let's get into some topics. A lot going on. First off, Figgy, how you been, dog? Been a crazy, another crazy week. Um, y'all might lose your quarterback for two seasons. I don't know what's going on. Man. I know, man. It's, it's it's looking worse, man. It's it's looking worse. I will tell you this, man. Nobody could predict what's going on now. Like, if you would have told me that um, some more stuff would have came out, I would have been like, Nah, man. Come on, man. Like we thought everything was dying down a little bit, but this is probably at an all time high. Yeah. And then, I, I, the the, fa- the fact that he got record breaking money makes it a lot worse now. Yes, it do. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. And I seen an article earlier today uh, or a statement saying that Cleveland is that you know they had no intention on tweaking the contract or anything. They stand by their quarterback. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, 
Like, damn. Yeah. So, I mean, they have to now. They fucking gave yeah. up too much for him. Uh, dog, yeah. you, and you got to explain this too. Y'all, y'all Cleveland fans, some of y'all might be losing your mind because you retweeted <laughs> some shit I thought was hilarious. A nigga's trying to get a refund yes. on Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Can we get picks back if he don't play football? Like, buddy, and their dog. I thought that was a joke. People were seriously talking yes. about it under that and see, tweet. I, and see, I seen, um, I seen it uh, uh, quite a few times before I retweeted that because you know sometimes you see some crazy shit and you just keep going. But I mm-hmm. kept seeing it. I kept seeing it from people like uh, the NFL have to do something and blah blah have to do something. <laughs> like, buddy, you traded for a dude who you know. Like, look who you traded for. Like, no, if any, honestly, you deserve another pick taken away for doing something that stupid. <laughs> and and, and uh, probably another pick away for giving them all that damn guaranteed money. Like, and you talking about <laughs> fucking a refund. I'm like, man, that's why I, I, I went out there. I'm like, man, like, no, those picks are gone. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> like, the, the, I feel like the people that's asking for a refund or want the NFL to do something, Never bought a game from GameStop and tried to take it back and try to yep. get something for it. You you know once you buy once, once you, you crack that seal, it's over, man. Once you say thank you and take the receipt, that's it. You could come back with the game brand new, and they won't give you the, same, the uh, refund back. For a while, they would. I think they changed that, but for, at first, they would do that if it was unopened. They would they would give you a refund, but once you crack the seal. It's a used game at that it's, point. Yes. So, no, you can't get a refund for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But they thought it was Walmart, man. Walmart had to, for the longest time, had the easiest ass fucking return <laughs> policy where you could turn, you could fucking yeah. use some shit, break it, take it back, get a re- full refund. Do they still it's do that NFL. or did they change it? Because I think they might have altered it. I think there's a price limit now. Mm. I, last time I checked out, because I tried to return an air mattress I broke. and i think there's a price limit and certain things after a certain amount of days and if it costs over this you can't uh, get a refund for it so yeah my sister used to do that often like yeah sometimes everybody sometimes she'll use some stuff and then it don't work out right she'll take it back Mm -hmm. months later or some shit and they give her money back and uh i think another place was like this too um I don't know if they still like this, but Nordstrom's used to do the same shit. Yeah. Where used to um people used to take back used Uggs, used clothes and all that stuff and get a full blown refund. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what well, I would be scared to do that shit. <laughs> like people actually do that shit, but I don't know if they still do that, but that shit was crazy, man. They <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot like that. Amazon, dog, you, you could, if you really wanted to, you could scam the shit out of Amazon. And some people still do. But mm-hmm. I think now they keep track of the refunds you do, and then they won't do it anymore after a while. Mm-hmm. But, dog, you can you can order something, and then you could track it to see when it's about to be delivered. You can cancel it and then oh, get a refund get and still get the item. Oh, uh, okay. Damn, I didn't know that. Damn. You could do that, and then they all have a loose return policy, man. You can return basically anything for free. And then, and sometimes they will say, just keep it and I'll give mm. you a refund. Oh, damn. If it's oh, okay. too much for them to even ship to take back, they'll just let you keep it. Mm. But you ain't here for me, man. I ain't putting you on that game. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. oh, yeah, Tab, what up, Tab? We see you in the comments, man. 
uh, finally showed up without the Jack. We didn't summon you with the Jack Harlow talk this time. He actually came on his own. So uh, Tab says, it's a low down, dirty game. If you are the best at what you do in the country, if you are a top notch talent in any industry, you can basically do whatever you want. Get away with murder. I mean, is Deshaun Watson getting away with it? I, kind, uh, I guess he kind of did because he got two thirty million guaranteed. Yeah, he he, def, he definitely got away with it. Now his his punishment might be harsh than more harsh than we thought it would be. Yeah, but um, I think he's still going to eventually play at some point. Yeah. I don't think his career no, over. No, there's no way his career is just over. Yeah, and he got he will play again, and he got record setting money. So yeah, he he actually did. And uh, I'm still curious because all of this stuff looked bad, you know, in the public point of view. But in the back of my mind, man, I'm kind of worried that, <laughs> like, the NFL going to do what the NFL usually do and be like, oh, yeah, we're going to give him um, 10 games. <laughs> and he could appeal this. And it's just going to look even worse. I, I doubt that will happen. Because they getting way like people are sitting on their hands, wait waiting to see mm-hmm. what the, what um uh, what it's gonna be, and if he don't settle anything at all, I th- they gotta suspend him for the rest of the year. <laughs> but yeah, but um yeah, if they don't, man, he they gonna they gonna look bad, and Deshaun gonna come out whenever his dis- suspension is over, be with a big middle finger, pretty much. Yeah, I thought I'm getting to there, too, now, because I thought basically um, when the trade happened, when he was there was no criminal charges filed. I was like, okay, six games max. That's what I thought. But then the shit shit just kept getting worse and worse. And now it's like the entire perception of the league is at stake now, man. Like, are you going to put one team, which is the Browns? ahead of the interest of the entire league of football. No, they have to be sacrificed. Deshaun can't play this season. Yeah. Like at the very least, it honestly, it will be best for everybody at this point. Yeah. It'll be best for the Browns. If they just did have to deal with this for at least another year until shit kind of quieted down a little bit Mm -hmm. and better for Deshaun. Cause Deshaun can't go nowhere now. Yeah. You can't, you can't put him in front of a mic and have him do a press conference. Mm-hmm. But the 66 misogyny got to fucking explain in 24 yeah. lawsuits. Yeah. So now he, he's got to sit for the season at this point, man, at yeah. the very least yeah. an entire season. I'll be shocked if it was any less than that. Yeah. But do you, we'll do, see. do you think um, he possibly thinking about just going ahead and just pay these women and settle? Because at this point I would be like, you know what? This is getting out of control. Yeah. Here's a check. <laughs> just write whatever y'all want. So we can move on and this can go away and I could try to put a stop to this because it's getting worse. Yeah. And, and I just, mean, and just imagine if all 66 of these mas- massage therapists decides to, you know, join in on the fund or shit. I would say even 10 more. Let's say 10 more. That's that's. I mean, it's already insane. But if you got 10 more joining in on it, it's like, damn, like, <laughs> like, how can like. You can't sit there and, like, I don't know anybody who sat there and fought that many cases ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, no, just, I wonder if he even thinking about just, you know, giving them the checkbook and calling it a day. 
I mean, I understand why he personally wouldn't because he would feel like it's an admission of guilt. But at this point, that's really the only option he has. Honestly, his biggest mistake was not selling the ones he could have when he could have, you mm-hmm. know. And the issue is also some don't want to settle. Yeah. So that there's always going to be a few left where they that, don't want to settle for whatever yeah. amount he's given. Yeah. So, but yeah, he definitely should have. I think he, they, they were saying he, they, he could have settled like 20 before the Miami trade, but Miami was like, no, all or nothing. So they yeah. just didn't settle anything. Yeah. It's like, dog, you should have settled everything when you had a yeah. chance because mm-hmm. four looks a lot better than 24. Yeah. So, and, and to be honest, I think if he did settle those 20, and he would have just had to worry about the other, I think it was two at the time, the other yeah. two. I think Miami probably would have jumped back in on the trade eventually if they see he was trying to get that get that together. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, man, you know, and this is no disrespect to the women that didn't want to settle, but money talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure for the right price, they probably would have said, you know what, let's just get this over with. And, you know, eventually it could have been settled or they could have just, you know, it could have just been two people he was going back and forth to um, court with. But that that sound a lot better. It, it's not good overall, but it's that sound a lot better than 22 women. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he could have been better. He, he probably could have ended up in the place he wanted to go in the first place. But, uh, yeah, I just don't get why he didn't settle settle that man it, it just it just don't make no sense i think he saw he he could clear his name man and for a while it looked like he might when after he got the victory after he uh no criminal charges were filed but now it's all going downhill at 24 it might be more the texans getting involved too um I, it's, it's all bad for him man so yeah he, he yeah. gotta he gotta lay low yeah. do like uh nate dog say and just lay low for a season, man, because this this shit's getting ugly. I'm sorry, I I feel for y'all. Yeah, y'all <laughs> thought y'all had a franchise quarterback in Cleveland finally, yeah. and now yeah. it's y'all y'all negotiating a return policy. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. It's all, it's all bad. It's all yeah. bad. It, 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 I, I have to say, man, it's so Cleveland for the, all of this to happen too. Because honestly, I, I, it, I, it guarantee, I guarantee you this would not have happened if it, if he got traded to Atlanta, if he got traded to New Orleans. That I forgot the other team that was involved. I think Carolina was involved, but that shit would not have happened if if he would have got traded to those two teams. But yeah, yeah, Cleveland, and then the money. I think the money made it worse, man. Yeah, the money was the absurd amount of yeah. money. Yeah, well, so really got yeah, the money made it worse. And then, um, not to mention, on top of the press conference, that just made everything so much worse where you got other people that's weighing in even more than they would have if it was just a regular straight-up trade and just The quote that keeps persisting is him saying he has no regrets. Yeah. Like, that was the dumbest thing he probably could have said because that's just going to follow him around because it's eventually going to be found out that he was looking for sex in these massages and that quote is always going to be haunting him at this point. He has no regrets. Yeah. You don't have to sit in front of Oprah or Gail King or something (laughs) and talk about his sex addiction and and try to start a comeback tour, man. Cause it's, it's getting ugly dog. Yeah. um, Yeah. 
it, it, it's getting ugly. I I got a random question. I don't. I usually don't try to get all into the uh, into people personal life or stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it seemed like Deshaun and this girl Jilly ain't really together now. Yeah, I've been wondering about that, man. Yeah. Because at, at first I thought, okay, when the allegations came out, like I didn't see her around or posting anything for a minute. So I figured, okay, maybe they split up a while back and he was doing this while they was either either on a break period or just split up. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, she kind of keep low too, except when she drops some music or some shit. Yeah. But so I, I thought maybe they had been broken up. We just didn't know. Mm-hmm. But then after all this shit went down, they were having, they started taking flicks together again. They was going on vacation that he had a birthday party and she was all up in the videos. So I was like, okay, I guess they didn't break up. And now it's back to what the fuck is going on. Cause now yeah. we know certain details and it's yeah. like, okay, it's, I don't know, man. Yeah, I kind of have a theory because, um, you know, obviously Deshaun Watson is not a regular guy. He's a, yeah. you know, a, a superstar quarterback mm-hmm. with a lot of money. And, um, like I think if if he wasn't that, and probably any girl would have probably just left <laughs> with no mm-hmm. problem after hearing about all of this shit. Even if it was one chick, he, they would have been gone. But it seemed like when the stuff started heating up a little more with the cases and all that stuff, then it seemed like they start posting more pictures. So yeah. I wonder if that was like a strategy to say, hey, you know, I got a woman. I love my girl. I'm not into all of that, and it's just me and my girl. I wonder if they had some type of plan. And I ain't trying to talk reckless, but I wonder if they had some type of plan to, hey, stick with Deshaun throughout this whole situation. And then when the, uh, when no criminal charges, you know, once that get out the way, then you can kind of go your separate way. And maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe she got something for it. I'm not sure. But it seemed like after the criminal charges, she really wasn't posting them that much, and we really ain't seeing them around. I, because I thought I thought we was gonna see her more in Cleveland for some mm-hmm. reason, but we haven't. We she ain't post anything about them. So I wonder if the the little get maybe it was a little agreement, like some type. <laughs> I want to say contract agreement, but yeah, maybe it's some type of agreement to stick with me through this until they. Uh, you know, make a, you know, make something until they let me know that there's no criminal charges, and I'm yeah. not, you know, going to jail or anything. So maybe they. I, mean, I was thinking maybe that was the plan, and you know, when that happened, she was, you know, she was gone. I mean, that's possible. It's also possible she just saw the money and was like, "Okay, I ain't leaving this until I have more concrete proof." <laughs> or something. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, um I, yeah, but, I um yeah, I agree with that. I think that's very possible. But it seemed like it was more planned when they started posting a whole bunch of pictures together. Yeah. Because it just that might have been legal advice as well. Like, yeah. hey, put out put out some pictures with your girl. Yeah. But I don't know if they sat down and said, Look, you were contracted to be my girlfriend <laughs> for the yeah. next six to eight months and then you can leave. Yeah. I'll pay you this much. I don't know if they had that kind of talk, but I, I would have to assume Julie can only be in it for the money at this point. Yeah. Because 
I mean, with some details that came out, uh, he, he looked like he was trying to hook up with her former babysitter. That was a wild exchange, and she was talking about she was uncomfortable with that. So I don't know, man. But look, I don't know what's going on with them. You yeah. know, I, I can't. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. When pe- people do, people stay for worse, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Some women get beat and stay. So yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever they got working out, I don't know. Yeah. I, I wish the best for both of them. I hope they both yeah. good. <laughs> Yep, I hope she. Uh, yeah, hope she. I hope, hope all of them. I don't know. Hope everything works out best for everybody. And yeah, maybe Jilly can. Uh, I don't know. Go on a. Uh, I don't know. Drop drop a nice album. <laughs> That's <laughs> all you got for motivation. It? I don't know. I, I don't know what else she could do, dog. You think she'd do a tell-all album or a, a, maybe a she song might do a lemonade. She might do a Jilly yeah. Jilly drop a lemonade about Deshaun. <laughs> 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 them 24 Beckys with the good hair, but they weren't white, they were black. Sidebar, that's one thing that pissed me off though, man. Uh hearing how his approach, uh, oh yeah, we got a, a comment from Holly Rachel Worshipper says, Do y'all feel all the leaks and rumors of what Deshaun allegedly did or liked is to embarrass him into settling? Also, Busby going for deep pockets by including Texas. Well, I agree with that. I think that's what it is because Look, there's no criminal charges, and this is straight civil. And Deshaun and this thing said they plan on, you know, fighting these cases. So 100%, this is about embarrassing him. It's trying to put everything out there. They they try to make him look bad in front of the public. They try. I think honestly, I think um, I think this ain't even about the civil at this point. I think right now they trying to get him suspended for the rest of the year. I think that's the plan because, you know, remember the rumors was like maybe eight games, maybe 12 or yeah. something like that. And, you know, the NFL <laughs> made the Texas game a little later because they mm-hmm. knew he would be playing by that time and all that stuff, go back to NRG. But Busby, I think 100% he was trying to make him look bad, try to make the, he, he trying to force the NFL to suspend this dude for the rest of the year. He, he's, he's trying to make his life a living hell. So he can just get deep in old pockets. I think one hundred percent that that's it, because uh, you know otherwise, what's the point of leaking all of this stuff? And uh, you know, yeah, what's could, the point I mean, they could have just said he 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 wanted fucking sex. He, they didn't say he had to say he wanted his booty hole rubbed or some shit. Like they yeah. went into graphic details yes. about what he was trying to get done. So yeah, I think it was to embarrass him. But I mean, if it happened, like fucking, that, if that's how it happened, then I don't know. Yeah. I can't fault it, the strategy unless it was made up, and then that's fucked up. But yeah, yeah, I think that did play a part. They wanted to be as graphic as possible in order to uh, get the result they wanted. So yeah, yeah and and even, and even with the article, uh, I forgot who wrote it, but the article that came out pretty much Jenny V something Vanitas or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even in that article. Um, they mentioned the Texans and how they they kind of they kind of made it seem like the Texans kind of helped them with the with the hotels and all this other stuff. Uh, I don't think the Texans did knowing what he was doing, but um, I think the, the person that wrote that I think clearly don't really follow the NFL that much, and you know is inside the NFL where they know probably all of these teams have hotel access for a little stuff like that. 
for, uh, you know, simple massages or, you know, getaways and stuff like that or NDAs. Um, she, she, it seemed like she kind of trying to paint the NFL as like a slimy organization. She trying to make it seem like, look, you know, see, the Texans was giving them NDAs and they gave them access to the, you know, Houstonian and little stuff like that. And I think, you know, that's kind of the, that's kind of how people that don't really follow the NFL, especially, you know, women, Look at the NFL. It's like, damn, they got these criminals, you know, these people that commit these heinous crimes like Deshaun, you know, they helping them and they covering up for them and they paying them. So I think, you know, her mentioning the Houston Texans like that in the article is trying to, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like going strictly after the, you know, Houston Texans. It was kind of going after the whole NFL to show, look what the NFL be doing, that type of thing. Yeah, and I think especially the headline made it really bad because the headline mentioned like how the Texans enabled his behavior. But enabling doesn't mean you have knowledge of it or you condone it. Yeah. I think in, in this sense, it meant basically he was using things the team provided him to do these things, and the team somehow didn't know about any of it. Mm-hmm. Or never looked into it or never addressed it or I don't know. Like I don't know how you could could know without like wiretapping and shit. Yeah. But you think your star quarterback is getting this many massages and then some are threatening him on social media and your response is to give him an NDA and yeah. not say, Hey, what's going on here? And I don't know. They you can argue they should have done some digging to say to see to prevent this from getting this out of hand. You know, mm-hmm. so you can fault them for that, I guess. But yeah, as far as the Texans being complicit, I would kind of draw the line there. I'm like, come on, man. He yeah. was a star quarterback. They had no idea this was yeah. going down. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And, I, unless I, I, unless somebody could come out and prove that the Texans knew and try to hide it or some or try to cover it up. And to be honest, I wouldn't be – this is not, you know, going after the Houston Texans. I think any team would probably try to cover it up a little bit <laughs> because he was a star quarterback and yeah. their franchise quarterback. So, you know, if they found out he was doing all of this shit, they ain't about to just release him or anything. They want to yeah. try to say, hey, man, chill out. <laughs> like, we don't need this getting out here. Like – what the fuck is you doing? They, I'm, I'm sure they'll probably try to straighten it out without it get, getting to the public. But if it's like concrete evidence that they knew what was going on and tried to hide it, then I understand. But that ain't even the case. They just, uh, you know, in the article, it just pretty much said how they uh, they enabled Deshaun's behavior and he had access to, you know, the hotels or where, whatever the place was. And, you know, anybody can have access to that on the team. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, they don't know what he's doing with it, you know. so There would have to be some proof that the Texans knew and were trying to keep it hush-hush. And I haven't seen that right up there. So what a Holly Rachel Worshipper says, 100% article put it out there with no facts, only speculation of Texans involvement. I had to reread it. I mean, it, it, yeah, probably. But... Um, the, the, I don't think that the article really said that the Texans were involved in it. Yeah, it was just they provided these things for him that he used. Yeah, and, and they made it sound like they. Making, 
they made it sound like they helped the behavior or some shit. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it depends on what you want to take from it. I didn't take it that way, but I understand how people, and especially the headline made it worse because they use the words enable. Yeah. So I understand that. But basically, they provided these things which were not not out the norm for your star quarterback, and he used it to commit these acts allegedly. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It, I, I don't think that holds any weight or any water. I don't think the NFL is going to – I think they'll, they'll probably investigate, but I don't think they're going to find anything incriminating on the Texans and all this. So Yeah. Um, Tab asks, is Deshaun Watson a sex addict? I think 100%. I mean, at the very least – and I feel like he, if he just admitted that part, yeah, it would have looked a little better. Mm-hmm. Him acting like he didn't look for sex in any of these massages with sixty-six different women over the course of eighteen months, yeah, and that that just doesn't he, pass a smell test just, for some people. Man, he know. he just need to do the uh, you know, it's probably too late now because he, you know, in some trouble, and you know, mind you, somebody like Magic Johnson wasn't in trouble. But mm-hmm. you should kind of do the Magic Johnson thing. Just come out and say, you know, I have a problem and, you know, I'm a sex addict. And, you know, kind of own up to it. And, you know, he, he, that's the thing, man. He just got to own up, man. He's not owning up yeah. to anything. He's still trying to go off as this Deshaun person that we knew from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah, like, that's over with. <laughs> Like you gotta either you know you gotta own up to it and change your life, or otherwise, man, it's it's gonna get worse. Yeah, you you gotta admit some sort of culpability or blame for even getting involved in this, yeah. you know, and letting get. Like I said, you can maintain your innocence without, but still say, I shouldn't even put myself in a position to have this happen to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's fair. He wouldn't even say that. He maintains yeah. his complete innocence, and that's where we're like, okay, he won't even admit that he was looking up. I mean, they, they did have to admit that he had sex with some of these women at the very least because they couldn't deny that, but their argument, it was all consensual. And I'm like, okay, I mean, <laughs> how'd you know who was going to say yes and how you know who was going to say no before you asked them? So, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, all, it's all weird, but uh, I don't know. Until, I think the NFL just needs to hurry up and and do what they're going to do because yeah. um, the weight is what's really killing people. The yeah. season going to start soon in a few months. Yeah. Um, Tran- just just get it out camp, the way. Training camp starting next week. Yeah, they need to get it out the way um, because Cleveland is, is fucked now. You mm-hmm. know, like they, they can't put this dude out there and have him answer questions, but you can't have your star quarterback not answering questions. So – the NFL just needs to they, – they drugged their feet last year with the Texans and put them in a fucked up position as well. So they just need to go ahead and and, and make the decision. Whatever it's going to do, whatever they're going to do, just do it mm-hmm. and uh, get it over with, man. So Yeah, so we can move on because I'm tired of exactly. talking about it. <laughs> no, I think everybody is at this point, it, man. And but. see, and see I, I think the part I'm tired of is the whole lawyers back and forth and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's one thing to say he's you know goofy for doing this or saying that, but the whole oh yeah you know in the court of law blah 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 and oh yeah the legal system and you know the women and it's just all that shit man it's just like I'm sick and tired of it I don't want to hear that yeah. shit on yeah <sighs> man yeah yeah the takes I heard Larry uh, <laughs> <laughs> I heard Larry and staff 
Stafford uh, on in the loop, and I was like, okay, this is this is why we need this shit to be over with, man. Yeah, because the takes like this, we need to stop. <laughs> we need to just stop this whole discussion. He ain't even in Houston no more. You ain't gotta, you ain't gotta ride his Sean like that, okay? <laughs> he ain't even here. He said he wanted out, okay? So you 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 don't know him. You ain't kin to him. You ain't his brother, friend, or anything. So look. It is what it is. He got two hundred thirty million. He'll be okay. Okay, they they can't take all that money away from him. So, yeah. and then uh, and then yeah. shoot. The good thing is they got the Browns' um, two first round picks in the next two years. Yeah. So, um, like, I don't think a lot a lot of people feel like they're gonna you know be in the top five or some shit. I don't think they're gonna be that bad. But um, Kobe Brissett is a okay quarterback, man. Yeah, it's not like and, he's just gonna. Flop. Not 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 even about that though. They have an okay team outside of the quarterback. Yeah, they won. I, I want to say they won eight games, eight or seven, seven or eight games with Baker Mayfield. And mind yeah. you, that got you the thirteenth overall pick. Mm-hmm. But uh, everybody celebrating like they about to get the <laughs> number two and number three overall pick. Yeah, it's just like this is think... not the Dolphins, man. Okay. Yeah. If you went to the Dolphins and this happened, yeah, we would have a good or chance. Or the Jets or something. The, the Browns are okay, man. Yeah. Like they'll probably but, still win more games than the Texans. Let's be real, fam. So. They ha- man, like they had Baker Mayfield making all type of mistakes, hurt and all type of shit, and they squeezed out eight games. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you know, I ain't saying Jacoby is the man, man. But if he can not make mistakes and everybody around, you know, do something, they at least yeah. be uh, close to five hundred. I know you can't be five hundred no more, but yeah, they can at least repeat the same record or <laughs> or squeeze into the playoffs or something. Yeah. Plus, they still got Baker to trade, man. They gonna get something back for that. So yeah. if it's a player that can add to the field, like that, they can field a good team this year, man. So yeah, people saying that I hope like look, I know people only care about football and don't care about anything else when it's your your football player or whatever in sports and all this shit. But saying that you only wish things bad things happen to Deshaun so you can get higher draft picks <laughs> is like you can just don't say things like that, okay? I don't, yeah. I don't care what you think in your head. It, just, just some things shouldn't be vocalized, yeah. and especially when it's things involving like sexual assault and misconduct. Don't say I want him suspended for three years because I want my team to have the higher draft pick. Just, yeah. just don't say things like that. Okay, you can think yeah. whatever you want. Just don't put that shit on the internet, please. Yeah. How about the, how about the people that's like, oh, the Browns, uh. That franchise so disgusting. How could they have a quarterback on a roster like that? Like motherfucker, Deshaun was on the Texans roster, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> and y- and it, it wasn't like y'all just released him because y'all want to wipe your hands clean. Y'all waited and sat him a whole year until you got the right trade. Like that's you know I I ain't saying that's the worst thing ever because you know you got something back, but. That's kind. Of, that's a little slimy too. <laughs> like you sat there and wait and waited until you, you know, got the right conversation for him. It wasn't like this guy committed murder, so you know you want nothing to do with this guy, and just you know I don't care about you know I don't care about how good he is. Just wipe my hands clean. Like we, you, the Texans waited until they got the right trade, <laughs> so they kept him around too. So. And the fucked up thing, but the truth is, if you went to another team, 
that team who is slandering him right now, that fan base, a lot of them would defend him. Yes, that's exactly what's okay? happening with the Browns. Because all they care about is their football team above mm-hmm. anything else. People act like they have these fucking morals. They yeah. don't, dog. They only care about themselves. They care about their team. And look, to, to, to credit, there are some Cleveland fans that said, I'm done with the team if they got Deshaun Watson. You know, fair yeah. enough to them. But a lot are defending him. They ain't, they ain't going to yeah. have an empty stadium if Deshaun come out in, as a starting quarterback next season or a season after that, okay? Like, yeah. they're still going to fill out that stadium, okay? So yeah. people acting like I'm disgusted at the Browns. Y'all ass, by and large, would be rooting for this team, your team, if you had Deshaun Watson on it, and you'd be defending Deshaun Watson too, so. Yeah, and uh, I respect, you know, the wrestler, the Miz. So yeah. the, the Miz is from Cleveland, Ohio, grew up, yeah. born and raised there. I respect what he had to say because somebody asked him, will he be rooting for Deshaun Watson? And he went through the whole timeline, uh, you know, me growing up in Cleveland. I used to watch the Browns at Municipal Stadium and Bernie Coles. I've been watching the Browns all these years. Yeah, he said, I'm going to still be a Brown. I'm still watching the Browns. I won't buy a Deshaun jersey, but I'm going to still support and watch the Browns. That's the, that's the perfect answer. Yeah. Like, look, and, and that's not even saying he hate Deshaun or anything like that, but – he not. I don't think. I, I don't think anybody buying the. Uh, I ain't gonna say anybody, but I probably wouldn't buy a Deshaun jersey. But you know, I still watch the team and want the team to do good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's fifty succeed. other people on the team, dog. Like, it ain't their fault. Deshaun Watson came to the team. Like, they're just fucking <laughs> playing ball, man. Yeah, so, and I, I yeah. think I think at the end of the day, too, man. People people be so invested into these you know celebrities not even just athletes but celebrities and they don't know anything you know about their personal life man and you know me i, I do a good good job at separating that you know it, it was a couple of people where i'm like uh, i don't i don't know if i can support this person now but you know look i i wasn't invested in his personal life to the point where if something happened i gotta defend him because I don't know what happened. I don't know what Buddy be doing on his off time. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, it's messed up what he did if he if he did do it or you know I don't know, but not enough for me to you know defend him or uh, yeah I can't defend him because I don't know. Yeah. So I think people kind of need to start doing that a little bit instead of you know because look. It, you never know, man. Somebody somebody can do something awful and come right to your team. Yeah. Or are you going to keep that same energy? Like, it's best to just keep it neutral and, you know, support the team. You only got to support every person. <laughs> so, yeah, people need to yeah. <laughs> look at it like that. You can be mad at ownership for bringing them in, but, look, the other 52 people on the team, 51, like, fucking, they, they, they still repping the right way. And doing the right things, you, you you just gonna give up on all of them because of one player? I don't know. I, I get it. I get both sides. It's a complicated thing, and everybody gonna address it the way they feel is best. But um, people on the extremes are just getting annoying. The high takes are getting annoying. The it's a conspiracy niggas are getting fucking annoying. Oh my God, Cleveland like, jumping on board with that? Yes. No, they they are spearheading the movement at this point. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's really annoying. And like I said, I, they just need to hand down a decision, get it over with, and so both franchises can move on and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. 
today. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um, this is a hip hop podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, after that, Deshaun yeah, yeah. Uh, segment, I, we are going to get into some shit. Yeah, I would say it's good f- for us to talk about this the way we talk about it. Oh, yeah. It's the, because yeah. I feel like we're not really biased. We keep it 100. Is unfiltered. So it, it feel good to explain this to somebody else because it's too much to tweet. And you oh, know, it is. And, it is. and you can't, and me, I refuse to tweet anything about this. Because yeah. you're always going to get somebody that disagree and want to argue and all that stuff. I'm not doing that on Twitter, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I don't regret talking. I'm like, no, nah, this is a topic that's going to be discussed, you know. And I wanted you to get your takes out, too, because, you know, the, uh, the, we, we hear enough of 610 hosts talk about it. But we don't hear enough about you, man. You're a Cleveland fan, too, so I know it's complicated for you. So, <laughs> no, nah, it's definitely a topic we're going to address on the podcast, but... Uh, yeah, so I mean, it, it's still a big story, still affects two cities right now, and a lot more involved. So, yeah, we'll definitely keep fucking talking about it, man. I, I don't regret talking about it at all because it's fucking it's yeah biggest franchise quarterback we've had in years, and then all this shit came down and it happened in our city. So, mm-hmm. what about the what about the guys about? that be like, you guys need to move on? He's gone. Like to what? That might that's my question to what? <laughs> Because I remember uh, Patrice O'Neal, he had a, a show called uh, The Black Phillips Show, and he was getting into it with some women he brought on about some relationship shit. And then they were saying he was talking too much about this one thing. You need to move on. He was like, OK, what should I what what do I move on to? Huh? <laughs> what are you going to direct my conversation now? What what do you want to talk about? And it's like nobody can ever answer that question. Yeah. What else do you want to talk about right now in sports? Yeah. Huh? Training camp ain't start yet. Baseball, fucking who cares at this point? Okay, <laughs> yeah. let's be real. It's too early in the fucking season. You're going to have a hot take for every fucking Astros game of the 162 games. You're going to have a hot take for one? Huh? Who gives a <laughs> shit? Unless somebody got hurt or something huge happened. Yeah. Nobody cares about baseball right now, man. Basketball, the finals, nobody cares about Boston or the Warriors in Houston. Okay? Mm-hmm. What else do y'all want to talk about? Yeah, that would be my question to anybody, any listener asking that. Oh, we need to move on to what? Yeah, what's more interesting than this in the city? Let's be real, man. Mm-hmm. From a sports perspective, no, so. for real. <laughs> yeah, I just I hate the move on guy. Yeah, he's gone. You need man. to move on. But soon as something, some news break about him, then you be sharing it. <laughs> yeah, they tag you and everything. Like, hey, y'all see this? Y'all yeah. see this? Oh, yep. something about Deshaun. Yeah, yep. come on, man. Oh, they said the suspension coming down soon, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You keeping updated on it, but you want us to move on. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it, no, that that because they, they never have a – no matter what, it, and that's one thing Patrice said too. He was like, so if I move on, who who's to guarantee you're going to like the thing I move on to? <laughs> huh? <laughs> like, I can move yeah. on to something you hate just as much as this. Yeah. Okay. So how, how am I going to let you dictate my conversation? <laughs> I hate the move on people, man. Like that's just change the fucking channel. If you don't like what you, that's what I do when I don't like something on TV, I yeah. fucking change it. Yeah. You ain't got to say, Ooh, y'all, y'all, y'all going to move on. If you don't like it, yeah. change it, man. If I yeah. see a topic I don't like on first take, I change it. Yeah. I don't keep it. Yeah, or uh, say they tweet at Stephen A. Smith and say he needs to move on. Yeah, or do you tweet Stephen A. and say, why y'all always talking about the Cowboys and the Lakers? (laughs) 
right? I, I tweet at Shannon Sharp and say, why are you always talking about LeBron? Yeah. Like, what point would that do? You think he's going to stop because yeah. I said something? Yeah, just cut it off, buddy. <laughs> Shit ridiculous, man. But yeah, but 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 anyway, still keep it locked in the end of the loop, of course, 10 to 2, Sports Radio 610. Figgy creating the vibes on there. And you got to support Figgy and everybody. So... Yeah. Um, with that being said, let's actually get into some hip hop topics, man, and uh, other things in the culture. Um, new releases, um, not a whole lot. I did hear one right before the podcast started. I think something dropped today. It was a new Pharrell song. I put Pharrell in quotation marks because he ain't rap on it. It was kind of like a, one of them Nego things or something yeah. where it's like he presents, but I'm, I'm gonna assume Pharrell produced the beat. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Um, so it's Pharrell featuring 21 Savage and Tyler the Creator. Uh, and the song is called Cash In, Cash Out. The song and video drop today. Um, it's like a claymation 3D. There, there was not live, you know, they, they weren't there for the video. Yeah. It was like a claymation 3D type thing. But the video actually looks really cool. Um, I'll say that much very artistic. But um, yeah, I like this song a lot, man. I thought it was a banger, not a lot, a whole lot to say. Uh, 21, I thought nailed it really well with the track. And Tyler, you know, he did his thing as well. That's all I gotta say about it, man. What about you? You like this track? Yeah, I thought the track was okay, but I'm I'm a little I ain't gonna lie to you, man. You know, I'm the biggest Neptunes for real fan ever. Uh oh, uh oh, come on a slander. I'm I'm a little worried about his beats, man. Oh, (laughs) man, I felt like I had fell off. I don't think he fell off, but yeah, it seemed like yeah. he it seemed like it seemed like it don't hit the same. It seemed like he he's getting too current, if that makes sense. It seemed like he it, because I used to like Pharrell for the weird like beats that you can't even imitate. Like yeah. can't nobody make the beats he used to make back in the day. Like nobody. And you didn't even he ain't even like this is how you know the beats was really good. When you don't even need a tag on it, you know it's Neptunes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all these producers putting these tags on the beats and all that stuff, it makes sense because everybody made the same type of beats. But for real, you knew it was a for real beat, and you could not, nobody could not imitate that beat. Yeah. But now it seemed like I don't know. It's it's not really his his latest beat selection not really impressing me as much, man. I wonder what's going on. I wonder if he's just going way too, you know, current. Or, you know, I don't know what it is, but I think, man, he he just need to get back to that old for real, man, or that old. Maybe it's a Neptune's thing. I don't know. But I haven't been feeling the, the, the beats like I usually do, man. I'm a little worried. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because um, I actually did like this beat. I thought it was pretty good. But I was not a huge fan of the Pusha T or the uh, Pharrell portion of the Pusha T album. Mm-hmm. I thought it was weaker than Kanye's. Mm. And I've had that feeling about Pharrell for a long time. His solo beats, honestly, have always been weaker than the Neptune's beats. Um, but he still has some. Of course, he gave Jay-Z some heat. You know, he had some heat on his solo album. So, but yeah, at, at this point, it... it it's kind of hard unless you knew beforehand that he produced it. You wouldn't be able to tell like, oh, that's a Pharrell beat. I could tell 
you know, got that yeah. Pharrell sound to it. It's kind of lost now. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I think he's, his production has been kind of underwhelming. I hit up one of my friends who's a pretty big Pharrell fan, and he was like, you know, I asked him about the song, and he was like, it's all right, I guess. And I'm like, <laughs> damn. damn, it must be it must be whack if you said it was just all right. So. Yeah, that's how I felt about it because, you know, I'm, I'm always going to a Pharrell song. Mm-hmm. And this one, you know, first of all, I was a little disappointed he wasn't on it. Yeah, because I felt like this is a, a unique, uh, you know, feature. Pharrell, Twenty One Savage, and Tyler the Creator. I felt like, I, I, you know, I felt like this is kind of a. I want to call it a weird connection, but I feel like Pharrell and Tyler the Creator are more connected or or more alike than Tyler the Creator and Twenty One Savage. But um. Yeah, I was kind of excited to at least hear him, you know, put some a hook or something, and it wasn't on there. And to me, the beat was to the, the beat was okay to me. It wasn't enough where I just you know I, I you know I crown the song because of the beat, and we mm-hmm. do that pretty often. If the song is good because of the beat, we usually give the edge to the <laughs> to the beat, and we mm-hmm. we kind of you know, crown the song a little bit strictly off the production. But yeah, like Hotel Lobby with Quavo and Takeoff. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but um yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not I don't know what's going on, man. I wonder if you know, if that's I don't want to say that time is up because he you know, the beats are still okay. But it's not how it used to be, you know, back in the clips days, man. Or even the yeah. er, or even the early two thousands. Or uh 20 uh the early 2010 it's just like man, it's not the same now yeah i mean it's hard especially when you you you're instead of dic- dictating the culture you're having the culture dictate you you know mm-hmm. like for before people were trying to sound like pharrell like pharrell they had their own sound they were doing hits for huge artists Mm-hmm. And now it's like the biggest producers are not Pharrell. You know, they're fucking the Metro booming still, I guess, technically. I mean, he ain't really producing anything in a minute, but um, people like that. So I don't know, man. Um, er- everybody gets old. Everybody gets semi washed up. I think Pharrell is there now. Pharrell's what, 50 years old now or close to I it? I think he's close to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, this was bound to happen. It's always kind of sad to see it. Uh, Pharrell is 49. Mm. He turned he turns 50 next year. So look yeah. how many dope 50 year old producers have we had in rap. Yeah. And now and look, let me be clear. It's not bad where I'm like, dog, you need to hang it up bad. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not the same. And this is coming from a, a Pharrell fan. So I'm probably more critical than anybody else. Yeah. But it's just not they don't hit the same like it used to, man. And you know, his be like, I would love to Man, tell me back in the 2000s, tell me you wouldn't want to hear uh, Tyler, the creator, and 21 Savage on a Neptune's beat from the 2000s, or one of those beats, those clips type of beats. You would have been like, oh shit, that shit about to be crazy. But it's, you know, it's it's not really like that no more. It's like he used way too much bass. Mm -hmm. And distorted bass, and it's just kind of like, all right, man, maybe, you know, he trying to fit in. But I don't know. SoundCloud man. rap done took over, man. He ain't, he ain't got. I don't know. But um, yeah. I mean, Pharrell has always kind of also been a guy who's like embarrassingly trying to stay young and 
you like the clothes he wears, <laughs> like the shit. That that shit was cool when he was like in his twenties, <laughs> maybe in his thirties. The dude down there, fifty years old, man, still dressing like he fucking coming from the skate park. <laughs> it's like, come on, dog. Certain things you got to hang up and admit that you at least a little bit washed and make some make some grown man music. Maybe I don't know, man. But uh, you know he like yeah. a fat. I, I almost called him a fashion expert, but you know he like it's a fashion <laughs> like crazy. Yeah. So, but his fashion is fucking whack, dog. Like it don't <laughs> look like something a fifty year old man should be wearing. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Like he he could get those fits off back when he was young, and and but now it's like, dog, we can see the the cracks in your face, and we can <laughs> see, <laughs> and you still wearing these tiny ass shorts. <laughs> it's just fucking weird hats, like dog. The Daisy hanging Duke up, man. or uh, the uh, Hoochie Daddy shorts. Yeah, oh, dog. Can we talk sidebar? I thought this shit was just a joke, but niggas are really walking outside with these short shorts on, dog. Like yes, what? What? I I hate to turn into fucking Fox News on this podcast, but what is going on with men in 2022? Where number one, niggas are wearing these shorts, and they call them hoochie daddy shorts. Yeah, hoochie daddy shorts. I I, I hate the name hoochie, man. Hoochie, da- yeah. I don't know. I, it's crazy because I was telling my wife about these, um, you know, about the shorts. I'm like, damn, like back in the 70s and 80s, guys did wear short shorts. But now in 2022, you got these cocky ass niggas. Yeah, that's way too cocky and wearing these shorts. It don't look right, man. It look it looked better back in the 70s because everybody, you know, back then you ain't get no dudes that big like that. And, you know, people was more slim. And so it, 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 you know, the the tight pants and all that stuff kind of makes sense, mm-hmm. but it's just so fucking weird seeing these cocky ass dudes with some yeah, little shorts. Yeah, big dudes with some little shorts, man. Yeah, yeah. some little jean shorts. It's like, all right, <laughs> that shit don't seem right, man. So I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> and then the, the thing to me is like niggas calling them hoochie daddy shorts and then acting like ooh i got my hoochie daddy shorts it's gonna be a hot boy summer <laughs> and then the women clowning this shit and then the other women saying don't listen to them wear what you want be, be yeah. out and proud like that, dog that's the, the women really want to see men like this can we be real about that part that's the troubling thing too i've seen a lot of women you know supporting this Yes. Like they want to see the thighs out. <laughs> they want they, like I'm like, damn, man. That's that's I don't know, man. That's no, they, they just they don't want to <laughs> seem like hypocrites. So I feel like they're just saying, Hey, we don't want to ju- y'all to judge us for what we wear, so then we can't judge y'all for what y'all wear. But look, yeah. y'all y'all know y'all don't want to see be seen with a nigga with some tiny ass shorts on, man. Come on, dog. Showing yeah. more leg than you. Yeah, Do women like it. <laughs> yeah, come and on, see, man. And see, I, and I got to be honest. I don't be wearing no big ass shorts or nothing. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm not wearing no Daisy Dukes. <laughs> I would oh. wear. I would wear some shorts where you know, if I sit down, maybe a little thigh might show. Mm-hmm. But they, they wouldn't be like no, you know, not no jeans and nothing like that. It's, just, it's. I don't know. It's it's the wild wild west out here, man. And I ain't, I ain't trying to be the old man or nothing, but I mean we yeah. are, but fuck it, man. Like the something, look, it is what it is, and it's not like the whole new generation doing this too. 
a tab saying it's a trap. They want to see which guys will wear that. And it is really G A Y. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like some of them are genuine about it, but some just want the internet clout yeah. <laughs> as well of supporting this shit. But I just feel like if you, if they had a man and they had a man wear them shorts, they wouldn't be like, do your thing. They'd yeah. be like, nah, put them shits back. <laughs> so <laughs> don't, don't be on social media to call yourself a hoochie daddy. Yeah. But, that's yeah, the worst no, part no. about it, man. Just yeah. the whole supporting the Hoochie Daddy, I guess, movement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like, look, if that's your orientation, that's cool. But like Pimp C said, if you gay, then just come out and be that. But don't, <laughs> don't be in the street talking like you a hard nigga. And, and have people you, bust uh, up your back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, that was one of the funniest videos of all time. <laughs> oh man, RIP Pimp C yeah, man. Dog, dog, that all that happened before social media. Could you imagine Pimp C now? He will be the he will be the little Bootsy. He'll be bigger than Bootsy, dog. Yeah. He would actually be funny as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know how people be pissed off at Bootsy? People yeah. will be pissed off at Pimp C, man. He will have people yeah. trying to cancel him. Bun B probably be running around saying, chill, man, we, we got to make this money. And people yeah. will be pissed but the thing at is, The thing is, I feel like Pimp C was more fair than Boozy. Because Boozy is just like anti-gay, period. Pimp mm-hmm. C was like, be gay if you gay. Yeah. And ain't nothing wrong being gay. But don't be walking around like you this hard straight dude when mm-hmm. you doing shit when you not that behind closed doors yeah like, that was his thing that's the whole thing with atlanta too he wouldn't just mock people for being gay he was like these niggas coming out here talking a certain way and then they do other things behind closed doors that we know mm-hmm. but it's not made public that yeah. was his thing like he wasn't against gay people or homophobic i felt yeah I but think... then again in 2022 he'd probably still be called homophobic so oh yeah 100 percent because um yeah uh, yeah because i think that's kind of how everybody really think. They want people to come out and be themselves and not trying to, you know, front like you, this person. And this not even talking about being gay, but they don't want people, you know, out here fronting like they somebody else. And then behind closed doors, they doing this or being mm-hmm. untruthful, or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's common sense, but you can't come out and say that. Yeah, because people going, would still get offended by yeah. it. Oh, you can't judge a closeted person and things like that. But yeah. Boozy just take it too far. He's like, you can't be gay, period, because we can't be exposing the kids to gay shit, even though I expose my kids to fucking strippers and <laughs> at the age of like six. But so he'd be on some other shit. But I think Pimps, he was way more fair. I don't think he was homophobic at all. Yeah. He was just had an issue with rappers living double lives and lying about it. Yeah, but, I think he kind of seen it. And see, see stuff yeah, that no, we he didn't see. Back. He definitely at least heard some shit, if not seen yeah, it himself. Yeah, that's why he fucking addressed it. <laughs> there. <laughs> that's why the man had him but, killed. Okay, that's why. Yeah, bust your back. Bust up your back. How <laughs> you say bust I, up your back? <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> bun, bun, my brother. I ain't never seen this man naked. <laughs> he ain't never seen me naked. <laughs> no, that's a that's a real OG nigga, man. Yeah. Because now, like, you know, and I I, I can't lie, it kind of started with our era a little bit of the people running trains and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like that 
pimp ain't trying to do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, I ain't trying to see nobody naked or, you know. Like, I don't give a damn. We are, you know, running the train on this girl or whatever the case may be. There ain't be. gonna be a bunch of naked dudes and one woman in the yeah. same room, dog. Yeah. Like, come like, on, nah, man. That shit was always suspect to me. Yeah, I, I was never into that shit. <laughs> nah, hell no, nah, man. That shit fucking nasty, dog. Like, at least take turns fucking solo. Don't be fucking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the that, same at the same time. And, That's yeah. some weirdo porno shit, man. Yeah, and shit, even the taking turns is sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you know, nigg niggas fucking niggas is nasty. <laughs> niggas are nasty, dog. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> that don't even surprise me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the the, the whole the, the train shit, the orgy shit, that ain't for me, man. A bunch yeah. of niggas and one woman, that shit's always sounding nasty. <laughs> but that's just me. Do whatever you feel. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I think it's about time we break down this controversial. Um, Rolling Stone list of the 200 hold on let me get the exact title before I slander it this is the top 200 the 200 greatest hip hop albums of all time okay so they, they made a list and Rolling Stone does this they've done albums period and I want to say they might have done rock and roll albums too uh, but this year they decided to do hip hop albums. Um, and yeah, the results are strange to say the <laughs> least. So we're of course not going to go through the top 200, but I think we can go through one through 50 and kind of skim it. Yeah. At least. Cause that's what I went to. I saw some weird shit, make it in like cupcake. <laughs> it had something at like at the, in the top two hundred. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that, yeah. I seen it. I, I was like, okay. So when I first opened it, I seen um, Astro World there. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, it's about to get crazy. If you got Travis Scott number two hundred, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, and uh, like they had like Lil Nas X in there too, I think, and some. But I, I didn't look at the fucking two hundred because I knew they were gonna have like some goofy picks and some newer artists in there so i'm like whatever fine fine i went to the top 50 because that's what i really wanted to see mm-hmm. and it starts off okay i gotta say mm-hmm. and this list okay I, i'll admit this list looked horrible at first when i was skimming it looking back it's not all bad <laughs> there are some good picks here but there are some that are so bad that it just throws the entire list off into the garbage <laughs> but We'll start at number one. Number one is Ready to Die by Notorious B.I.G. Um, for some people, that was actually controversial. Mm. I don't I don't think it is. Um, honestly, between that, Outcast AT Aliens and uh UGK um riding dirty, mm. like I or maybe Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt. Ask me any day, I will say one of those four albums is the best album of all time. But I would probably go with Ready to Die more often than not at number one. I think it's as close to a perfect album you can get from hip hop. Yeah. And I like it a lot. So I had no problem with that at number one. Yeah, I had no problem with that either. I'm kind of, to be honest, I'm kind of all over the place when it comes to number one because yeah. it depends how, you know, what day, I mean, what type of mood I'm in. Like, I had no problem with that being number one. It is a, one of the best albums, hip-hop albums of all time. So I have no problem with that. Yeah. 
Atarab asks, what does Rolling Stone know anything about rap? Fair enough. That, that, but they yeah. are a respected music publication. That's why we're even talking about this. Usually if it was just some random blog making a top 200, I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. But Rolling Stone is supposed to have some kind of clout in music. So yeah. to me, this yeah. to me, uh, this list kind of show you the type of person who making this list. I'll, I'll leave it at yeah. that. We'll talk yeah. about that later. <laughs> it 100% does, man. Yeah. Uh, so number two, Outcast Dankonia. Um, eh, I that, mean, that was kind of shocking to me. That's the yeah. second greatest hip hop album of all time. I don't even think that's the best Outcast album. I know you just named um, AT Aliens. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best Outcast album. But that's like, I don't want to make it a black white thing, man. I know we got white listeners and supporters, man. Shout to Tab, but I feel like this is when white people discovered Outcast. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. always gonna be like above everything else. Yep, yep. As tank on it, and it's kind of going to my point. I'm gonna address as soon as we can. Yes. <laughs> so tank on it at the number two album of all time. But then again, I wasn't mad at it. Okay, I'm like, it's still a great album, and look, controversial, yes. But I wasn't mad at it. Okay. Yeah. Um, number three, Blueprint. Again. An artist, not even his best album, in my opinion, making yeah. it at the very top of the list. But and, okay, and this was like his—I uh, I wouldn't say this was his coming out party uh, type of album, but this is the album that you know where it was like, oh shit, this dude is on top of the world yeah. right now. Where the new news station was talking about his album. Yes. So this was, I mean, yeah, this was when everybody was on high alert with Jay Z. If you're talking about impact, if you're talking, I mean, the album came out on September 11th. Yeah. And still went platinum. Like, if you're talking about the impact in rap, I can see making this the highest Jay Z album, even though it's not my favorite or I don't think it's his best. But I understand it. So I let that one slide too. Mm-hmm. Um, now we keep going. Public Enemy, it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Yeah, see, this is okay. Yeah, but see, this is where you could kind of have a guess on who put this list together. But see, I wasn't even mad at this because I'm like, okay, at least they're giving homage to the legends, and it seems like they got a a real hip hop historian look at this. I thought so. I'm like, okay, I would not put Public Enemy this high personally, but I, I couldn't be mad at it. You get it? So I'm like, okay. Number five, Public Enemy, I'm fine. Or number four, Public Enemy. Number five, I'm like, okay. And I think this is where your point comes in. Yes. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar has the fifth greatest hip-hop album of all time with To Pimp a Butterfly. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so I think I, I think the theme of this, is, like, this is no disrespect, but I think a white person put this list together. <laughs> I really think... A, I really think a white person put this list together, man. Because this, they, they, I think th- somebody posted a list of the people who were like in control of the culture board or whatever, and it was like, yeah, mainly white people. So this, this yeah, to me, this have I'm so hip hop and all about the culture and all about lyrics, lyricism, and you know, you know, being black and proud or you know that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Let's put all of this, all of the albums that have meaning to it. That and, make me feel the black struggle. Yeah. Like Public Enemy and Kendrick. Public and, and um, yeah, uh, P.E., Kendrick, um, 
Yeah, even even the state Kona, man, because that's kind of, you know, I kind of yeah, had the Rosa the, Parks yeah, song the on there. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is like the woke list, oh, the, yeah, I guess, Jackson, in their eyes. Yeah. The most woke album they could think of. <laughs> yeah, so, like, and then even if you move on up the list, you know, you you got – you know, a trial called Quest, of course. I th- I surprised yeah. they wouldn't even um I'm surprised they wouldn't even hire on the list. But when I started seeing that, I'm like, all right, I see, I see what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna skim through the rest of these. We ain't we ain't gonna spend too much on all of them. Number six, my beautiful dark twisted family fantasy by Kanye. Uh number six all time. I, yeah. Look, even if you think that's his best one. Okay, this is where the list lost me officially. <laughs> At number seven, <laughs> they put Missy Elliott, Miss E, so addictive. Her yeah. 2001 album is the seventh greatest hip hop album of all time. I'm gonna have to go back to that album just to see what was on there, man. Keep in mind, we ain't even hit a Tupac album yet. No Tupac. We, there, we ain't hit Illmatic yet. Yeah, no Tupac, no Nas. Yeah, the the some of the goats we have not hit any of their albums, but Missy, I don't even think this is her best album either. But her other album, uh, Super Duper Fly, was also high up too. But number seven, when see at least all these albums you can go back to and say I feel like listening to that album. When has anybody gone back and said (laughs) I want to listen to Miss E so addictive? I want to hear Get Your Freak On. The (laughs) only time you hear Get Your Freak On is in a Pixar movie. (laughs) <laughs> like a fucking dance scene or some shit. Nobody plays no fucking get your freak on in 2022, man. Come on, dog. Seventh of all time. Yeah. Missy Elliott. Yeah. And so the, the list actually get worse. It does. I'll, I'll scan through the rest. Uh, Wu Tang, Enter the Wu Tang, 36 Chambers, eight. I'm fine with that. Tribe Call Quest, Low End Theory. Not my favorite tribe album. I thought Midnight Marauders was better, but eh, I wasn't too mad at it. Um, 10, Lauren Hill, Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Of okay, course. fine. Yeah. Take care, Drake 11. Um, <laughs> again, we have not gotten a Nas or a Tupac yet. Yes. And Drake Take Care is number 11. Okay. <laughs> Whatever clips Lord Willen at twelve. And I, and and I like I that love album. this album. <laughs> I love it. But tw- 12. the twelve best album over uh, anything. Uh, not, we ain't got to the chronic yet. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got the doggy so, style it, yet. Look, and look, I know they had Jay Z high on the list. No reasonable doubt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, man. And I like. I love clips Lord Willen. I think it's a great album. Yeah. It, 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 11th best of all time is a reach. Yeah, 13 or 12th. <laughs> yeah. 13 is Dre 2001. No Fine comment. with that. <laughs> Ghostface number 14, Supreme Clientele. Fine with that. Eric B and Rakim paid in full. I'm fine with that. <sighs> this this one, next one, no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this one is where I hit the X on the web browser <laughs> and I was done reading the list. <laughs> Cardi B Invasion of Privacy is the 16th greatest hip-hop album of all time according to rolling stone just think of just don't even just think about that for a second yeah like i said again we have not gotten a nice we have got not gotten a tupac <laughs> we've got not got to a lot of legends in the game yet 
No reasonable doubt yet. And Cardi B invasion of privacy is number 16 all time in hip hop history. So over ill mad it, over still mad it, <laughs> over it was written, <laughs> over all eyes on me, yeah. over name whatever Tupac album you want to name. <laughs> yes, me against the world. Uh, no, uh, over reasonable doubt. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. I guess Bodak Yellow was too much of a hit. Yeah, <laughs> it was too important I, to the culture. Yeah, and I don't even want to get deep in the crates, but shit. Like over Jizza liquid swords. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Man. Tab says these white people like Rolling Stone make me embarrassed to be white. SMH. <laughs> nah, Tab. I know you could do a better list than this, man. I'm not yeah. holding all white people against this list. These are fucking hipsters, okay? That's the problem. They had white hipsters make this fucking list. Yeah. Um in case in point, the next two ones. <laughs> Uh, Kanye West Yeezus is 17 and Mad Villainy is 18 by uh, by uh, MF Doom and Mad Lib. Look, I like Mad Villainy. I think it meant a lot for the underground rap period. I don't think that's his best album and that's a little high. Um, Yeezus, come the fuck on now, man. That's like the... <laughs> that's And look, man, look, I love Kanye West, but that's probably like the bottom three Kanye yes. albums, man. And I'm being nice. <laughs> we ain't got the college dropout. Grab like, like, yeah, nah, the late registration. Yeezus at 17. Yeah. Like, I would take 808 heartbreak over this. I would. I'm if a, you're going by, cause that's what I was trying to figure out, man. I'm, I'm not, I was trying to figure out if you're, are you going by musical quality or impact in hip hop? And yeah. if you're going in impact of hip hop, you cannot put Yeezus this high, man. Like, look, oh, no, Yeezus did not move the culture. Let's yeah, be real. It yeah, did, man. I don't think it did. Yeah, I don't think it did. Ada Waste and Heartbreaks did a lot more because everybody thought that album was a joke when it was first announced. Yeah. You know, Kanye doing an album all in auto tune. Mm -hmm. And now everybody does that. Yeah. Future only does songs in auto tune. Yes. So, but that that moved the culture. Jesus, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't believe that. <laughs> so, rounding out the top twenty, we have Lil Kim Hardcore at nineteen. Yeah. Oh, and we it, have, so Cardi B is uh, album is yes, better than Hardcore. Yes. From Lil Kim. And no Nicki Minaj. No Nicki. Yeah. <laughs> Cardi B album is better than Lil Kim Hardcore. <laughs> So okay, and at twenty we have future <laughs> DS two. So I think that top twenty alone, like I said, I agree with several of the picks, but the bad picks were so bad that I it makes you disregard everything. Yeah, like this list, this think, top twenty don't even matter, man. <laughs> exactly, like Car no Cardi Tupac? B ruins it. No Tupac, bro, no the future Tupac, above no. Tupac, man. <laughs> bro, no Tupac, no Nas. <laughs> so I'm not going to go through all the rest of them because we'll be here all night. Yeah. Um, but by Lil Wayne, the drought three, a fucking mixtape mix was at 21. Yes. Again, above Tupac and above Nas. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the Carter three or two or one. The drought three <laughs> uh, of album you can only get on that piff. Okay. <laughs> 
it's not even on streaming services. Yes. Um, DMX uh, at 22 is dark and hell is hot. No problem with that. UGK riding dirty 23. We finally get to Nas at 24 for Illmatic. I'm yeah. not even a huge Nas fan, <laughs> but I think that's low. Yeah. Like I'm fine with riding dirty being up there. Yeah. But Nas, that, that's low for Nas. Man, come on. You know that shit changed hip hop. Yeah. Uh, at 24 is too low. Marshall Mathers LP by Eminem. I'm not mad at that. 25, one of the yeah. best selling albums of all time. I'm fine with it. Reasonable doubt, 26. I'm okay with that even because yeah. look, it didn't move the culture when it came out. And we didn't see it as a classic really until later on. I think it's a great album, one of the best I've heard ever. But I can understand you're talking about impact. Uh, Quim and I at 27, Infamous Mob Deep, 28. We finally get to Tupac at 29 <laughs> with All Eyes on Me. That is crazy, man. <laughs> so the Drought 3, Future DS2, and Cardi B Invasion of Privacy are all better than Tupac's best album, according to them. Yeah. All Eyes on Me. Nas, Elmatic. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we have Beastie Boys 30, Nicki Minaj Pink Friday 31. And the last thing I'm going to mention, because it was so fucking ridiculous, Chief Keith finally <laughs> rich at 32. <laughs> Chief Keith. Yeah. Now, we so, ain't got so, to any yeah. fucking De La Soul albums. We ain't yeah. got to fucking... So, <sighs> just a heads up, because we ain't going to go through this whole thing, but... Mm-hmm. So, um, Chief Keef, they got Chief Keef ahead of Snoop Doggy Style. Yes. Which I, I, I was... Look, man, it's one of my top ten albums. Like, from front to back, just strictly album. I thought mm-hmm. that was an amazing album. And yep. that's... <laughs> and they, they got that number 35, and they got Chief Keef you know, uh, 32. Yes. <laughs> and they got that above, uh, only built for Cuban links. Yes. <laughs> they got chance. The rapper acid rap above only built for Cuban links yeah. above the chronic. The chronic is yes. 40. <laughs> How is chronic so low, man? That is crazy. The chronic above Carter <laughs> three before the chronic. Come on, man. I, I yeah. yeah this this list I I don't think we even need to go on anymore that that's that <laughs> says enough about this list yeah Jizza round out he he get the number forty four yeah <laughs> <laughs> they finally got around to him at forty four yeah this um, Missy this, again at the yeah. top fifty with the uh, Superfly forty seven Tyler the Creator the album that just came out last year is the forty yes. six greatest album of all time. Uh, that's that's yeah. that's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's better than Strata Compton apparently because yeah. it, it scored higher than that. So yeah, no Gangstar <laughs> yet. I'm sure they were somewhere in the top 100 tab, yeah. but yeah, yeah. they, they um, not in the top 50. <laughs> so like I said, the list wasn't all bad, but the bad picks in it were just really ruined bad. the whole thing. Yeah, and it's like I felt like at this at they were trying to appeal to different audiences, and it was a fucking mess. Because yeah. we're trying to appeal to people born in 2002, yeah. whose only reference is like the Carter Three, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they can they they mix that in with people who have been listening to hip hop since the beginning, yeah, and are like OG hip hop historians, yeah. And it's like pick one or the other, man, but don't try to mix them both, man. Don't try to tell me Chief Keith, yeah, <laughs> is, is the 32 to, best hip hop album of all yeah, time. Yeah, to me, man. to me, that show you that. It was a young per- person who was p- 
part of this process too. Because yeah, definitely. It, yeah, because ain't no old person putting Chief Keef over fucking um uh you know liquid swords or uh yes. Cuban links. Like they, they not yeah, this was <laughs> this was very uncomfortable, man. It was insane, oh, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and see people are saying that they did this for clout and probably, but I feel like Rolling Stone should be above this type of shit, man. You know, they're they're not some small time publication. They're one of the most rare music publications, I would assume, in the country. So yeah. do they need clickbait like this? Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's a new the new era. But yeah, yeah these and, and it, this list just was it kinda yeah. trying to show you too because why is Chronic <laughs> why do they got Dre two thousand one of uh, you know higher than the Chronic? Yeah. Like that don't even make sense. <laughs> Like everybody in the mama know, Chronic was the one of the greatest albums. Why is that so far down the list? But you got you yes. know 2001 album that's you know in the, I think it was in the top what maybe top 15. So that that don't even make sense. <laughs> they got Jesus ahead of both Trey albums, man. This thing about yeah. well, well one of them, Jesus ahead of the Chronic. Yeah, which you could tell if you think the Chronic was just a good album, you just weren't alive when it came out, man. Because that yeah, shit that, yep. ruled the airwaves. It was an everybody car like that. That defined an era. Yeah. The Chronic. I shouldn't even have to say this shit. I feel silly even talking about it because we all know that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. the fact that it's so low is just like yeah, these were like fucking. 25 year olds that made this list man yeah it has to be yeah real quick since we got tab in the building i want to piss him off a little bit um number 75 is meg the stallion fever (laughs) wait i forgot about that and and number 76 is gangstar (laughs) gangstar is number 76 hard to earn that album dog like (laughs) fever I don't even know this. Like, not even her debut album. Wasn't that like a fucking mixtape? Yeah, that was a. I thought that was a throwaway. Who who goes and come on, man? Like, you you can't. You they, I, they, I refuse yeah. to believe these were like real people saying this yeah. or putting this list together. They, Fever. <laughs> come on, man. They got the Fuji's. Come on, man. They got the Fuji's album at seventy. They got um. The Iron Man album from Ghostface, which is kind of a Wu Tang album, at sixty nine. Yeah. yeah, this is <laughs> this is rough, man. Get rich or die trying. It's insane, man. Yeah, I forgot about Fifty Cent, but uh, Get Rich or Die Trying is sixty four. <laughs> they got No Name ahead of Ice Cube, America Most Wanted, ahead of Notorious B.I.G. Life After Death, a- ahead of Scarberry. <laughs> No name got a better album than the diary. <laughs> oh man, the, 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 they're got there had to be some like I feel like everybody smoked crack, yeah, before they made this list. Man, they just had a cipher, they passed a crack pipe around, did some meth and heroin, and said, Fuck, yeah, okay, let's fucking I, make I, this list. I feel like and they were sitting around, I feel like they were sitting around and said, You know what, we can't have all these older rappers in, let's put somebody in here young, yeah. Yep. Yeah, let's put let's put Cardi B up here. We need we need a woman. Let's let's find a woman to put her up in there. 
Like, yeah. This, this is it's kind of funny though, but this is crazy. They got so uh, at one forty nine, they got DJ Screw Three in the Morning Part Two. <laughs> like, what are we doing, man? <laughs> and this is no disrespect. Come on, man. This, uh, clearly, they sitting here trying to figure out some stuff. What can we put in there that make everyone happy? <laughs> yeah, man. I I don't like if we're making a Texas list, but oh uh, uh, man, this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand. I don't understand what the mentality was. Like I said, I'll respect it more if they just had like newer albums in the top fifty. Yeah, so I'd be like, okay, I get what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they're, they're doing more by error or this era. They're more maybe younger people doing it. But this one is like it was committee of old heads and 19 year olds. Yeah. Because who the I fuck get... would put Meg the Stallion fever that high, dog? Like, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And coming in at 140, Nas, it was written. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I know you weren't even the Nas guy back in the day like that. One that's 140 and fever is 75. That, by the way, <laughs> that is many people's favorite Nas album. Yes, I thought it was I, written. I, I, it's actually, not like that was Nastradamus. Yeah, I low key like this more um, than Illmatic. I do too. A lot of people do, except yeah. for the you know the real hip hop. Yeah, I like, know it's Illmatic like, is unbeatable. Yeah. Fam, they got <laughs> dog. They got City Girls. Period. Album on here at one thirty eight. Oh my goodness! So I'm period, sure it's, it's I, above. Fucking it was uh, me against the world by Tupac. <laughs> oh my god, they got yeah, Doja man. Cat on here at 136. That, what that, an album she probably dropped yesterday, yes, last <laughs> like, year. Come on, man. We were, I reviewed the album, yeah. Come on, Rick man. Ross, right under her at 30, 135, <laughs> and me against the world at 134. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. Man, this is this is kind of funny. They got they got it's actually hilarious, man. Fam, 129, they got Playboy Cardi a whole lot of red. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh man. my god. <laughs> so wait, to, to clear that that's above Tupac Me Against the World. Yes, right? me against the world is <laughs> Me against the world is uh, <laughs> 134. Oh my god! A whole lot of red is 129. <laughs> oh my god! I, I'm I'm laughing so hard I'm sweating. Dog. <laughs> that that's oh my goodness. That, that's they, that's uh, that's just uh, funny. They got 21. Uh, they got Savage Mode one. I think because they did two. I think Savage Mode is 126. It's just like all right. Savage Mode is 126. Wow. Yep. I see Common B is 145. <laughs> Come yeah, on, they, man. They got Outkast, um, the Love Below speaker box, 124. I thought that that could have been a little higher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nah, this is this is ridiculous, man. If you're reading this too late at 125, <laughs> by the way, that's above E1999 Eternal <laughs> and Big Pun Capital Punishment. <laughs> Uh, the bar, on, the barter six, is at one twenty. <laughs> Dog, I I just saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say, man. I mean, this yeah. list is just there's some 
baffling choices in it. And, and look, I think altogether, like if you just take it as a, I think the worst thing they did was assign numbers to it. Yeah. I think if they just said these are the greatest hip hop albums of all time, <laughs> we, everybody would have been fine with it. I mean, it'll still be silly to put fucking uh, some of this shit in here, like Chief yeah. Key for fucking yeah. Playboy Cardi. Or or what? what <laughs> or what about this? That uh, remember that Young Thug Birdman Rich Homie Quan album that Rich Gang? Yes, the tour part one. Yeah, that's at one oh two, and our guy Jay Z, the Black Album, is at one thirteen. <laughs> wow, wow, who who can, who can forget that unforgettable album? <laughs> who the Young Thug, the Rich Gang album? Yeah, you know, that changed hip hop forever. Yeah, this no. this one kind of pissed me off too. One oh six, uh, old dirty bastard album, that uh, return to the thirty six chambers. That was a that was one of my one of my favorite albums. I like that album a lot. I honestly, I still to this day think that that album had the best production of any of the Wu Tang albums. Mm. Like the beat, RZA was crazy on that album, man. It had like yeah. a shitload of bass in it. I think the production on that album was better than anything they put out after yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this list is just um I don't know what else to say. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It was a good laugh. <laughs> it, it was hilarious. I'll say that much. Um yeah. Like like I said, it would have been fine. I, I and I wonder if their original intent was to put numbers on it. Yeah. Because they don't justify the numbering at all. No. Nah. So, I feel like if they just said these are the 200 best in no order, it, it, I mean, there are still some weird choices, but we would have understood the yeah. fact that they put a list and put it in list format and put number one through number 200 yeah. is what makes it look fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And I think, to be honest, I think they did uh, attempt to put it in order like this because Ready to Die, that's not really a hot take to me. That'd be in the best hip hop album. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, some of the stuff in that top 10 was you know it kind of made sense but it just throw a curveball when you got to pimp a butterfly it's just like yeah. wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> and then get to Jesus. yeah 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 so yeah 182 gucci main chicken talk <laughs> which is fucking oh, hilarious okay, okay. <laughs> it's a mixtape <laughs> yeah several mixtapes on here i could tell yeah, yeah. Wow. And it's funny they got Rox, Roxanne Chante album from '89. That's at 175. <laughs> I barely made it in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> barely made it in. Right above um. Yeah. Fucking cupcake. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and you got Flo Millie who have a better album than her. Flo Millie. Yeah. Whole Why Is You Here album. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> It's just, it's just, and look, man, I'm not sitting here trying to cake for the old rappers and trying to sit here and say, oh, yeah, you know, Grandmaster Flash need to, and I'm not that. But it just sounds real disrespectful when you got somebody like Roxanne Chante on the list, and then you got Flo Millie, who probably been yes. around, you know, hot enough, uh, hot as a cup of coffee. And Has she even dropped a real album yet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Just, they got albums that came out last year yeah. in the fucking top 75, man. Come on. Yeah. Now. They got UGK, uh, the Super Type album at 163. 
And then oh, right wow, what what a drop off. And then from right, number it, twenty something yeah. to and then right under that, uh, 60, 162, Tierra Whack. <laughs> now, who can forget that hip-hop classic? Yeah. Uh-huh. Devin, now, we all remember yeah. where we were when the Tierra Whack dropped her album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Define the cult. Define the generation, man. Man, they got Sherm Life on here at 152. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, that's it, man. I, it was a good laugh. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is uh, hey, look how far Nipsey is at 189 for Crenshaw. Like, if yeah. you, I'm sure there's some a lot of bullshit that <laughs> it could have been above. Yeah, but okay. So, um, yeah. Woo. I mean, <laughs> it, it feels like they were contractually obligated to put like everybody who's hot right now in rap and put them yeah. somewhere on the list, and it feels like they just put them in random places. Mm-hmm. Because the, some of this shit, I just don't understand. Uh, and yeah, and like I said, I can't say these people don't know hip hop because there are some good choices here. Controversial, but I can understand it. But then you ruined it by putting Yeezus, and you ruined it by putting Missy at seven, yeah. and you ruined Cardi it by putting B Cardi B at, top, at top sixteen. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> and Tupac barely got in the top thirty. <laughs> <laughs> at 29. Yeah. So, and Chief Keith was right on his ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Then us, uh, us Against the World, that album was. Yeah. Then you had uh, what the fuck? Uh, uh, rich Gang, <laughs> lower than that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. The, the the placement of some of these albums just defined defied yeah. all logic. I don't understand it. Yeah, and they, they're young yeah, and white. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. I, I felt like there was just a mix of people and they all had different thoughts on rap, period. And yeah. nobody could agree with anything so they said, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they just said, okay, you pick number one, you pick number two, you pick number three, and so on and so forth. And that's yeah. how we got this fucking order list like yeah. this. Are you are you shot? I mean, I don't want to say are you shot, but is it kind of crazy? I I ain't skimmed through the whole list, but is it weird that it was only I think it was three Jay Z albums on this list. The third one was um the one album you don't, you, you thought was a little overrated was the the joint album with Kanye, the uh, Watch the Throne. Yeah, yeah. But I think those are the only Jay Z affiliated albums that was on there. Like I'm surprised, you know, no um, American Gangster because that that's the one album a lot of people like to go to as like production wise one of the, his best albums. Yeah, if you're doing, I mean, okay, so I'm assuming Blueprint, Black Album, and oh, Reasonable Doubt oh, yeah. were the three J. Oh, albums. yeah, 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 those, yeah, yeah. Because Black Album had to be on there, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're doing top 200, um, I would think that's about fair for Jay. Those I mean, three. to have four, three plus a Kanye album, I would think that's about fair. I mean, I, I'll put volume one in there, too. I mean, somewhere to, in the top 200, volume one uh, or volume two could be it should be in there because that's what really made him a big name nationally. Yeah. Um. So 
I, I would put if I, if I if I was doing J albums in the top two hundred, you would have to be Reasonable Doubt, Volume Two, Black Album, and Watch Throne, I guess, because of the impact. Yeah, but uh, 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 yeah, I mean, I guess it's not I, yeah. better than um fucking uh <laughs> Rich Gang. So yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of after Jay. I'm kinda, I mean, maybe it's on there. Uh, if y'all see it, let me know. But I, I'm when you see 808 heartbreaks on there, I'm it has to be there somewhere. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I hope I'm so. Sure it is. Yeah, I, I'm sure they didn't leave that one off, <laughs> or maybe they just got so embarrassed about putting Yeezus so high they didn't want to look like a Kanye dick fest. So they, <laughs> they, they, just they, look, they look like one putting Yeezus in the top, top 10. Yeah, to <laughs> Kanye in the top 20. Or the top fifty, Kanye has like what three albums? He got late registration. Yep. And then, um, uh, yeah. So Jesus. like like three albums in the top fifty by yeah. himself. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I guess Kanye is the greatest hip hop artist of all time. Yeah. Hey, who who would have thought? But anyway. Enough of that fucking list, man. I'm yeah. sure y'all are as mad as we are about it. So, <laughs> um, oh yeah, we gotta talk about the the breakup of Twitter's number one and social media's number one relationship goals of all time. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey have called it quits. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I can't believe it. I mean, I, for one, am shocked. I thought they were going to get married and have 14 kids. <laughs> Did you really? I can't believe it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yes. Yeah, so lo- social media's favorite couple, you know, the yeah. couple who was relationship goals. Remember, Michael yeah. B. Jordan rented her out in an aquarium and did some corny shit with roses on the, I don't know, some whatever. And it seemed like they had the perfect relationship where he just did all this cool shit for her and she just probably just gave him ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so yes, yeah, sadly they have broken up. Um, Michael B. Jordan shortly after they announced the breakup, he was at the Warriors Celtics game. Looking kind of distraught, I guess. I guess they had some video on him, and he just looked kind of, kind of down in the dumps. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, he kind of had so a Will, what, he kind of had a Will Smith look when he had yeah. to go on the red table talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had he had the uh, the, 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 the 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 dejected look on him. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Figgy, what do you think about this? There's already been rumors of. Lori Harvey being spotted around with uh, Jack Harlow. Mm. So I think that I think the Michael B. Jordan contract was up, man. <laughs> it must be. It must be. It was up, or it, it, was, it was some type of clause in the contract that wasn't par, uh, part of, of the deal, and mm-hmm. she called it off. <laughs> she said, "No, nah, this ain't it." I think he might have fell yeah. in love too much. He might have proposed or something like that. And she said, "Nah, that's not that's not part of the deal, buddy. I'm I'm gonna break this off. We get just rip think, up this contract." I think he had a delay in his movie schedule because of COVID and whatnot, but now he's ramping up. I think Creed Three is coming out soon. He's in all these commercials now. He's in the NBA Finals commercial. He's more visible now, so he don't need Lori Harvey. So the contract is up. Yeah, I think it was a uh, 
six month agreement, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I kind of got a little theory on why this couple actually happened. Because, mind you, before before they got together, Michael B. Jordan was getting his ass roasted on black Twitter. Yes. <laughs> because, no, that's what we all thought. That's what we all thought when this was when yeah. they announced that this was a thing. Yeah, he was getting roasted on black. He was he was getting roasted a long time ago because yes. he was talking about, you know, he liked white milk. He liked chocolate mm-hmm. milk. He liked strawberry, whatever the bullshit he was saying. Mm-hmm. And then you know um, that one video came out of him rapping. I don't know what the fuck yes. that was. <laughs> Yo, he was on, I think. Yeah, and they were remaking some video, and he was like all all up on this little Becky, <laughs> fucking doing push ups around her. Like it was the most embarrassing yeah. thing I ever seen. Yeah. So I oh, think man. I think for his image, he had to do something. And yep. the hottest person, and coming straight off of a breakup, uh, Lori Harvey was uh, coming straight off of a breakup with Future. Figured, hey, this is the perfect person to get with because right now Lori Harvey is the number one thing smoking. <laughs> like everybody's sitting there talking about Lori Harvey, and we don't know what the fuck she do. <laughs> and um, they got together, and it kind of worked. <laughs> I think people, a lot of people, you know, black folks on Twitter fell for it. So I think I think that was the uh I think that was the PR stunt right there that kind of clears name from the Beckys in the video. Yes. But the video is coming right back now. <laughs> and even the breakup was announced in the PR stunt way. They said they were both devastated. Yeah. And it's like what kind of breakup are yeah. both people devastated? Like yeah. somebody has to initiate it. <laughs> And be cool with it. Yeah. And somebody has to be under. I mean, there's sometimes it could be mutual. You'd be yeah. like, okay, this ain't working. But yeah. y'all are both devastated. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It would have been better <laughs> if they say we mutually decided to break up. We still exactly. We still good, but we decided to move on. That's, That's cool. usually how they announce it. Yeah. Yes. But they said they're both devastated. So they both. Like, was, Wait a minute. So they both. <laughs> So they both decided to break up and, and call it quits, and they both was devastated about it. You, they were both so. Shocked. Why y'all breaking up? <laughs> <laughs> they usually, were both sad yeah, usually, well, one person usually be devastated, mm-hmm. and at this point, it might be Michael B. Jordan. He he probably was devastated at the breakup, but why? Why announce both of them was devastated? Yeah. It don't even make sense. It was ridiculous, man. <laughs> um. So yeah. It looks like she's moved on, but I, I think you know I, your 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 thought was what we all thought, man, because we all saw that as a play to get him in the good graces of black women mm-hmm. in the black community yeah. because he was not that. People yeah. were starting to point out how he was only seen around white women, yeah, and didn't. So it was yeah. becoming a thing. Yeah, and I think honestly, I think he had trouble trying to get into that black community for, for, for years, man. Yeah, we all knew him as uh, Wallace <laughs> from um, <laughs> The Wire, but that was kind of it, man. And um, I think it was rumors before uh, him possibly being gay, and I think he had to get rid of that shit. Mm-hmm. And and then then come the white girls and all this other stuff. So uh, he went through a lot trying to get in good graces with the you know <laughs> the black folks. Unfortunately, I, I think it sucked, especially if you know. You know, being a black man, you can't. <laughs> you should. That should be kind of one hundred to be cool with the community like that. 
it's a, I mean, it's one thing if it was a white guy trying to get in or something, but well, it, it suck if you're trying to get in with your own people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I kind of feel bad, but I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how he grew up. If he, you know, was he just this child star all along and never really been with the people like that or what? But clearly he was trying to change that. Yeah. And uh, my favorite thing about it was all the think pieces. Because I've just realized women are just going to defend Lori Harvey no matter yeah. what. In spite of any information <laughs> or facts. Because she don't talk about shit. The mm-hmm. only time they got mad at her was when she told people how to lose weight. Yes. And that's what she did. He, people got, she got people roasted so, for that. Yeah, people so pissed. Yes. So um, uh, the funniest thing was, you know, because first off, when we were together, it would be all think pieces about how Lori was so smart for choosing up from future and going up Michael B. Jordan. And then when they broke up, it was suddenly, oh, Lori Harvey is so brave for breaking up. She want to live her life. I, yeah, dog. I, I, somebody said Lori Harvey was so good for breaking up with uh, Michael B. Jordan because we all know some woman who stayed in a toxic relationship for longer than they needed to and suffered because of it. And everybody was in the comments like, how the fuck do you know? Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly Michael B. Jordan is toxic. I never heard how anything you know? bad like that about Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> and and then they were like, well, I wasn't saying he was. I'm just saying women stay in that. And it's like, so why are you bringing it up <laughs> <laughs> as an example of what you're talking about? <laughs> Dog, the people lost their minds talking, yeah. trying to explain their way out of this one. Because, I mean, he was this is relationship goals. Remember? Yeah, this was a man who did at least publicly everything for his black queen, and then they broke up. So they yeah. gotta, there's the spin machine got to start working, man. Something yeah. he did must have <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then now, and then the one I seen was, um, oh, she just want to live her life. She don't want to be tied down yet, and all this stuff, but. Meanwhile, P. Diddy was getting his ass handed to him when yes. when um Cassie finally broke up with him. <laughs> it was man, people yes. were calling him a piece of shit. <laughs> yes. Took all her best years. Oh, what's up, Bravo? We see you on Twitch, man. He said we don't see him on the Periscope. Yeah, I don't think we see people on Periscope. We only see people on Twitch and YouTube. Um, yeah. in the comments and shit. I, so my yeah. bad if y'all it, shouting us out on Periscope. We don't comment y'all or see y'all, but. Hop into Twitch, hop into YouTube, man. We're going to shout y'all out. So what's up, man? How you been? We just talking about regular degular shit about the Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan bullshit and all the <laughs> stuff that goes with it. But uh, good to have you on board as well, man. Hope you're doing well. Anybody else, make sure you hop in the live stream every Friday around eight or so and chop it up with us. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, Um. as far as this shit goes, man. <laughs> I just think the discourse is always funny to me. People need jobs in, in their own personal lives. That's what I figured out hearing all these hot takes about Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. We need to increase employment in our community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or these people need jobs where they do something all day. Yeah. <laughs> and don't just be on social media writing <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. No, for real, man. It's just funny how when it's her, it's like, oh, she want to live her life, blah, 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 blah. But when Cameron break up with Juju because he said yep. he wasn't having fun anymore, 
then they called him a piece of shit and yep, called him childish. Man's fault. Yeah, it's just like, damn, like, he could have easily cheated or whatever. He said, you know, he wanted, you know, he decided to break up because it wasn't fun anymore. And that's, I respect that. Because, I mean, he said it in a goofy way, but sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, some relationships don't get fun no more after a while. <laughs> and, you know, he decided to call it quit and they called him a piece of shit. <laughs> It is always the man's fault, Figgy. That's what you just got to live with, okay? And social media, it's always the man's fault, okay? <laughs> Unless you're Johnny Depp. And even then, he's getting blamed, too. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. look, it's always going to be the man's fault. Johnny Depp done killed me, too. So, he's <laughs> to blame as well. Yeah. So, yeah. It's always going to be the man's fault. Yep. Um. Any? Oh, yeah. NBA Finals. Talk about this real quick. Um, oh yeah, what's the score right now? Yeah, what's right, up? right now Boston is up ninety to eighty six in the fourth quarter, okay. with seven minutes and thirty two seconds left. Hmm, hmm, so, it's yeah. getting kind of spicy. I know. Look, I thought Golden State was going to run away with this series. Me too. Um, I'm shocked this, that they are not only it, fighting back, but they're up. It might be as a, we speak. It might be a gentleman sweep. To be honest, <laughs> it might. It might be. They might go up three one after tonight's recording and if so i mean i don't think we've ever seen golden state with their back against the wall like this i guess back in 2016 it, when uh, cleveland was making that comeback we yeah. still thought yeah. until the end that they was gonna yeah. pull that one and out. not even that it's crazy because in the uh western conference finals they i think they faced kd and mm-hmm. um, when he's with um, with the warriors and they were down uh, i want to say they were down three one i want to say and they, Are the, you mean OKC, right? I think oh, was it OKC? I thought I, it was yeah, the Warriors yeah. against uh, Kevin yeah. Durant. Yeah, I think I think the Warriors actually came back down three one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that shit got overshadowed because Cleveland came back and did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I think they actually came back from that before, but. I don't know. Look, everybody can't come back from three one <laughs> all willy nilly. Yeah. So if they go down three one, man, it might be a wrap. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Um, like I said before, I don't even care who wins this, but I do now. Now that it's up, I do want to see the Warriors lose in embarrassing fashion. Yeah. So I, I, now I'm rooting for the Celtics, even though I don't <laughs> like Boston or his fans. I, I want to see them win just to stick it to the Warriors because I'm a Rockets fan, so I have to be a Warriors hater. Yeah. Um. But how do you feel about the discourse around uh, Draymond Green, man? Um, he's been underperforming in these finals, to say the least. And he's also adamant about doing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> every day after a game during these finals. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so he's getting a little pushback. Isaiah Thomas was on the post game calling him out for the damn podcast. <laughs> Bravo says he was with me, us on the last pod. He don't want to see none of these people win. Yes, man, I agree. Yeah. Look, I, I, we need a COVID outbreak to just destroy these finals because I don't want to see <laughs> any of these teams hoist up the trophy, but it's going to happen. So, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so how do you feel about uh, Draymond Green? And the, the Boston fans saying, fuck you, Draymond. Clay, Clay Thompson was getting upset about it, saying that's on call for There's children in the stands. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel about all that, man? The podcast, the fuck you, Draymond chants. How do you feel about the whole Draymond I'm, I'm, drama? I'm kind of shocked he's doing a podcast at this time of the year like this. 
Because even somebody like LeBron, who be on social media a little a little much, he go remember he used to do the zero blackout. dark thirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I kind of respect that. You or really, zero dark twenty three. My bad. Yeah, you you really got to focus, man. And and if somebody like LeBron got to stay off of social media and all this other stuff to do this, I don't understand why Draymond don't take the same approach, man. Because you. Like I'm not saying that's a problem doing the podcast, and that's why y'all losing. But um, man, it seemed it, it seemed kind of strange that he dedicated to do an episode every, after every game like that. And I don't know, man. Like I feel like he need to f- focus a little bit because he he not playing good. And I mean, it ain't like he be putting up all star numbers or nothing, but he not playing good. He making poor decisions. And as far as the um, the fans saying, um, chanting "fuck you," I mean, you you had a game, man. I don't, you know, people gonna say crazy shit, man. So I just hate the whole excuse of oh, it's kids in there, and all this other stuff, man. These people obviously never been to a WWF match at some point. Mm-hmm. Like they be chanting asshole, they, they chant, they chant everything. So I, I, I mean, it's Boston, man. <laughs> I, I don't understand why you know, Ghost Day is crying about that because if it was the other way around and they won, they'd be like, "Oh well, I guess that didn't phase us." They nobody yeah. would have mentioned no kids or anything, and it was very ironic how they all complaining about that. And Draymond is up at the podium with his kid next to him cussing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Like it, it's just goofy, man. Like people, people at like them, the fans chanting "fuck you" is going to destroy the kids <laughs> in this world. <laughs> like, all look if if you're a parent and people doing that at the stadium, tell your kids no, don't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, no, that's all. Just, you they, they have seen worse. They play yeah. dog. They play fucking Call of Duty. Okay, yes. <laughs> I'm sure they've heard worse than "fuck you, Draymond." So, <laughs> man, if, yeah. If side note, real quick. Speaking of that, I was playing Grand Theft Auto online, mm-hmm. and I think I might have told you. I can't remember if I told you this off air, but um, I'm sitting there playing, and you know how in the PS5 remote you can hear, you know, in the little yeah, controller. Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, I ain't realized that was them talking. Like it was people online talking through that. Oh, you thought it was like the game talking? The game. And you yeah. was like, damn, this shit I, mad realistic. I was just like, damn, they actually talking shit. <laughs> it was like, nigga, nigga, nigga. Yeah, all you kept hearing was, nigga, nigga, we'll beat mm-hmm. your ass, nigga. And I'm thinking it's the people, you know, and Grand Theft Auto, when you walk past people, you could kind of hear yeah, them talk. Yeah, they say shit. Yeah, so I thought it was that. I'm like, damn, who, who is, I'm, I'm looking in the game like, who the fuck is this talking? And it took me a minute to realize it was people online actually talking, and I could hear it through the controller. And when I tell you, it sound like a fucking five year old sitting there, bitch ass nigga, I'm gonna kill you, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm thinking, I'm, I got paranoid as hell. I'm like, can they fucking hear me? <laughs> and so I yeah. ended up hitting the mute button on mine. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this shit. I'm like, like I couldn't figure out how to cut the shit off. I'm like, man, this this shit is crazy. There should be a, something in the options. I haven't played Grand Theft Auto online in a minute, but there should be a, something in the options to turn that shit off. But yeah, it is crazy, man. Kids talk fucking reckless. That's why I stopped. Look, I don't really play multiplayer games unless it's with people I know or my friends. Yeah. Because like, I'm not going to get on fucking Call of Duty and get called a nigger 
by some 12 year old white kid in fucking Kentucky, dog. Like, it's <laughs> just not going to happen, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I be playing Halo and you can't even, I can't even hear nobody on Halo, which is good because I'd be thinking it up sometimes. But I can't even hear nobody in Halo when I play. So I'm like, okay, this is fine. But I yeah. cannot be in no voice chat with no kids, man. I'm like, yeah. I ain't got the time to get as good as this game as you are. But yeah. I know I would beat your ass in real life. So I don't exactly. want to hear yeah. this shit. Yeah, I was so fucking frustrated because I'm on, I'm playing online. I'm actually trying to, you know, do some missions and shit. And motherfuckers coming out of nowhere keep killing me. <laughs> I'm like, what the? Fu-? I'm like, why is y'all keep fucking killing me? <laughs> like they, like this ain't fucking Call of Duty. Like motherfuckers is killing me, and I'm barely, I barely know how to shoot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sitting there trying to load up my fucking weapon. And somebody come out of nowhere, keep killing me as I'm trying to complete this mission. So they keep sending me back to the beginning. I got to yeah. go all the way through. And then I'm like, all right, I got some some for somebody. I, I pull out the shoddy. I'm like, bah. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. That's what you're <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but yep. I'm like, no, nah, I can't play this, man, because I was getting fucking irritated. I'm like, yeah. it's one thing if I can't complete the mission or can't beat the game. But if a motherfucker that ain't doing nothing, just... Out and about, just just keep trying mm-hmm. to kill me. I'm like, man, this shit was fucking irritating, man. Yeah, they're fucking uh, GTA is wild, wild west online, dog. They got like real gangs and shit. People who roll deep yeah. with their online clicks and just come and just fucking fuck with people for no reason. Not yeah. even doing no missions, just fucking with people. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I need to start doing that, man. Just going around and just killing people and shit. Yeah. I mean, you should play it however you want to play it, man. Bravo yeah. says, nah, they messed up GTA when they added all them flying shits. It's not going to work unless you got somebody with you and you're not a big lobby full of people. Yeah, I agree, man. You, you can't be in a, a huge lobby. You got to fucking try to ride a solo as you can. But I haven't played the new Grand Theft Auto. I used to play Grand Theft Auto 4 online. Mm-hmm. And that was like just Wild Wild West type shit, too. <laughs> but I haven't played this new one online yet. I just... I assumed it was just going to be too crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even want no parts of that. I see NBA players streaming it and shit. I'm like, okay. But yeah. I had no interest in doing it, man, because I already knew I was coming in. People don't pay real money to yes. get their characters way up. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah, going to do I keep, I keep shit, seeing man. the fee on my shit um, or, or charge. They trying to get me to buy fucking $8 million for eighty nine ninety nine. I'm like I'm not paying. Like why would so I'm yeah, paying so ninety dollars for house fake in money? The game. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> right, nah, I'm cool on that. You're ridiculous, man. Yeah, they they be trying to get you with the microtransactions, dog. Mm-hmm. But um, what were you but, talking about? Yeah, we was talking about um Draymond uh Draymond Green and the cussing, the kids. Cussing. Oh yeah, oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring yeah, it right yeah. back to that. Kids be out here cussing, man. They, like unless you holier than now and you don't be out and about and don't have a fucking television or internet, come on, man, just relax. Just tell your kid right next to you, don't you join in on this? <laughs> Chill. One one thing I always wondered, man, like why do players on opposing teams? Oh, uh, Bravo says you can literally make the money in the game and people still buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I think you have to do a lot of work to get the money in the game. And you oh. can just get it instantly let, if you just pay for it. That's how yeah, they get let, you. Yeah, let me know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Let me try it. I'll I try it. There used to be exploits to get, like, 
a bunch of money in a short amount of time, but they pass that shit out. And yeah. Be like, no, you got to say, I remember back from the, uh, I want to say not San Andreas, but, um, vice city. It used to be a, mm-hmm. it used to be a, uh, a cheat code. Yeah. Where you just keep get getting money, money. You want, you get money, the cars, whatever you want. Tank airplane. Tank. Yep. yep. You can turn into a cop. You get a cop car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are good days. <laughs> good old days, man. I miss cheat codes, dog. Now you gotta mm-hmm. fucking yeah. pay to win at this point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I always wondered why players and opposing teams want to bring their family to a hostile arena, man. And I'm I'm not saying like anybody should be harassed at a game. Everybody should be safe. But like the Chris Paul thing, like why would you even bring your family and your mama to a, a, a stadium where, you know, the crowd's going to be booing the shit out of you and calling you names and cussing at you. Mm-hmm. Like I just never understood mm-hmm. that period, uh, and I don't understand why people want to have their kids or family in that type of environment. Like, no, just stay home. Like, fucking, why you want to be in Boston anyway? Yeah, but I don't know. The, the as far as the podcast thing with Draymond, it I don't know. There, 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 I've noticed there's like a movement going on now with a lot of current NBA players. Getting who are trying media. to take over me? Yeah, they call themselves the new media. Yeah, <laughs> and they're trying to take over. You got C.J. McCollum, you got J.J. Reddick, who is now retired and pretty much full time media. You got uh, Draymond with his podcast. You got the Players Tribune, mm-hmm. which is you know from the mouth of the players. And there's like a bunch of outlets for the athletes to take over the conversation, and, and they're trying to get back at the media. Because, you know, they don't really know about basketball. They don't really know about sports. But when I hear these shows, like, these people don't really be saying shit that really enlightens me, man. Yeah. Like, Draymond, we listen to his podcast, man. He he be saying the same type shit. Like, it's nothing where it's like, I feel more entertained than watching Stephen A. Smith or whoever on first take. Yeah. It's not like he's dropping some real gems about the game. You know, he just says, oh, we took an L, but we're going to bounce back. You could have said that in the post-game press conference, man. <laughs> like, and he's so adamant about the podcast, too. He's like, win or lose, y'all going to get the podcast. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Like, what, what What? do you really get out of this besides making people mad yeah. at you? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this new media. And see, I. I like athletes whenever they talk about stuff outside of the game. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to hear I don't want to hear you breaking down the game. Like we hear that shit all the time. Yeah. I want to hear you weigh in on rap music or some entertainment shit. I want you kind of get out your comfort zone a little bit and you know do that. Like I don't need to hear you breaking down the loss or the win and all that shit. And and then, and then too, like even some of the athletes that are on first take, you know, people you mentioned uh, C.J. McCollum, J.J. Reddit, um, uh, Pat Pat Beverly. Mm-hmm. To me, they don't really be say they they're so biased <laughs> when it comes to yes, you know, shit. And you know, it's, it's nothing wrong with you know if if that's what you know, that's what you know. But it's not like they telling us something that we never thought about or anything like that. They're clearly on there taking up for the players, just just trying to go at the players and you know trying to call out the media people as being bad people, 
And at the end of the day, they watching the games and they just doing their job. Now, some of them, you know, like, yeah, Stephen A. Smith be talking crazy at times. Of course, Shannon Sharp and Skip. But it's other people like us. It's other people, you know, young and hungry out there that, you know, that's doing their thing. And I seen, it feel like they just coming in just trying to say, oh, yeah, us players got to stick together. It's like what's they're the way point? Too, yeah, they're way too political, man. Yeah, That's like my what's issue the point? What's the point of coming on here now? <laughs> yes, and, and like I remember when um, CJ McCollum was talking about um, whether they were gonna um, whether he was for or against like um, shortening the season, mm-hmm. and he just got in there and said a whole bunch of nothing, dog. He was <laughs> like, "Well, you know, whatever the players decide, we're gonna go with." But you know, we're 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 looking at everything, and we're just examining all things and whatever the players decide we're gonna do we're gonna look at take a real long look at it i feel like i was watching like a senate hearing or something dog (laughs) like or somebody's political (laughs) campaign or some shit it it wasn't even anything interesting or revealing about what he thinks about it (laughs) you know and even the players like everybody loves patrick beverly because he's talking shit about chris paul but that's the only player he talks honestly about yeah there was a segment earlier today where Max Kellerman asked him if he thinks a team can win a championship with Zion Williams. It, and he couldn't even answer. He's like, I don't understand a question. He's like, what? What do you not understand about can Zion win a championship or not? What do you think? He had to explain like three times because he was acting like he didn't understand what he was saying. So, yeah, yeah these, these key people that they're political they don't want to say anything yeah. controversial. Yeah. And, and even with him, um, how he was talking all that shit about Chris Paul. But then he turned around and say, James Harden needs another max contract. Yes. <laughs> it's just it's just like, all right, like clearly you're being political. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you're not being honest, man. Like, I, like I said, I know these media people be talking crazy. And, you know, sometimes they go overboard. But... Like, come on, man. Like, you sitting here saying how Chris Paul suck and he not all that. But then you turn around and say, he, you know, James Harden need a match contract. He did more than James Harden. Yes. <laughs> he, he, like, say what you want about Chris Paul. Chris Paul still doing this thing right now. Like, he, like what the f- – James Harden ain't doing this thing, man. <laughs> and you saying James Harden need a uh, – he deserve a match contract? So it's clearly yeah. it's clearly biased, man. <laughs> and Chris Paul is trash and can't guard nobody, but <laughs> James Harden yeah, is like, yeah, all right, man. Yeah, so it's just like I don't even know, like I don't even know if players jumping in here like this making the media even worse, or or what, man. But I I don't understand how <laughs> them hopping in here and saying yeah yeah. I feel like they just want to hop in just to talk shit to Stephen A. and Shannon Sharp. Yes. They just yeah, and that's exactly it, man. Yeah, that that's all it is. But like, I'm not learning anything. You're not taking us behind the scenes on shit. So it's like uh, they're missing the entertainment part about it. Like, say what you want about Stephen A. Smith, dog. He's fucking entertaining, man. You you can tell because all the fucking memes that are made of him and his Mm -hmm. reactions. He's mastered the entertainment part of sports talk. You can say his takes are wild and wrong, all you want. But just his demeanor makes you want to watch. When I watch mm-hmm. JJ Reddick, like I don't, I don't necessarily like watching. Like it, it's fine to see his dynamic with Stephen A. Smith, 
but I don't want to listen to a podcast of just JJ Reddick talking about NBA basketball. Yeah, I, I just don't, man. I don't care about it that much. Like, shit, I got my own life to live. I don't want to hear the nigga talk about his fucking job for two hours. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, they they don't understand the entertainment aspect of it, and sometimes that makes you say some controversial things. But I mean, fuck it. Like, at the end of the day, who really cares, man? Yeah. Just clap back like KD does and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. But people just they be acting so sensitive sometimes, man. It's kind of a little bit annoying, but yeah. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, did anything else happen this week? Uh, we caught some on the podcast, man. Yeah, let's wrap this hoe up and let's tell yeah, the people on. Let's tell the people on YouTube. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We got to shut down the the. We got to shut down the uh, stream because we're about to play some copywriter Anita Baker for the yeah. outro of the podcast. So <laughs> appreciate all y'all listening and watching on Twitch. What up, Tab? What up, Bravo? What mm-hmm. up, uh, Holly Rachel Worshipper? Um, all y'all watching, and remember, if you ever want to chime in during our live broadcast, uh, check us out on YouTube, check us out on Twitch, Gems and Juice Podcast. Yeah. We air every Friday around eight o'clock. Yeah, so or you could, um, you could check me out on my Twitter at the Figgy Fig, and just, yes. um, I got it linked to my page where you could just go right to the video and watch it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So appreciate y'all kicking it with us, man. Until next time, make sure y'all come around next time, too. We'll make sure to shout y'all out, shout, shout y'all out. And yeah, y'all can talk about whatever you want to talk about. So appreciate y'all. Appreciate the love and y'all be safe. Mm-hmm. Peace. All right. Let's get that. And neither going. What the fuck? There we go. And there we go. So for all y'all listening on the podcast, the old media, you know, the, the new media streams now, y'all, y'all, y'all are, I'm just playing. Podcast <laughs> is still the wave, and I fuck with podcasts still, yeah. too. I still, so I, it's nothing listening. like the audio, man. Just listen. to It really to isn't. A... You can do other things, man. You can go out, you can go around cleaning the house, mm-hmm. doing shit. So, uh, yeah, if everybody listening on the, on the stream, on the podcast, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, however you listening, we appreciate y'all as well. Um, thank y'all for rocking with us for these last two hours and so um, yeah a lot going on make sure you check out In The Loop 10 to 2 Sports Radio 610 you got Figgy Fig curating the vibes on that show doing his damn thing yep. and a we, lot going on in yep. Houston sports and we, um, this Tuesday we got the 1000 episode yeah so we'll be, we'll be broadcasting live from uh, Camier's Kitchen up in Spring so make sure y'all come through. I'm gonna be out there too. So yeah, you yeah. gotta be out. There, yeah, man. I'm, I'm gonna be the out show. there. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna be out there. So make sure y'all come through and celebrate with us. So when did you start the count? Was it because Andy Loop has had several different hosts? Was it when it was just Landry, John, and you, or I, was it in the show history? I think I thought it was from the beginning where it was uh, Landry, uh, John, and Fred. Mm-hmm. And me, and I thought Landry just kept going at the at the Fred left, but maybe he started the count when Fred left. No, or kept the count. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought he might have kept the count going, but I think I think I heard him say he started over. I don't know if he started over for real. I think he just kept because it was a lot of episodes, man. It was yeah. Fred was here for uh, for uh, for a minute. 
so and, the, and you talk about the history and the loop has had also had different hosts too yeah so, yeah so yeah. but uh this was pretty much landry and john so count landry and john and me okay yeah. Okay. I mean, he could have just said this. We have no way of actually knowing. Yeah. He, he could have he just said the thousand show. No, but. he asked. Yeah. He actually marked down, uh, write down each episode number on the round. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's how we found out. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, happy on 1000th show. Make sure y'all go out, visit the guys, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a fun time. Mm-hmm. Uh, appreciate y'all rocking with us. We ain't at a thousand yet. But we yeah. inching up. We had two ten right now. Yeah, so. I don't know if we ever gonna get to a thousand, man. Nah, we we gonna be sixty years old doing the podcast <laughs> talking about yeah. fucking Jay Z's uh, fucking know. son <laughs> Sire and his whack album they just dropped. So, <laughs> so yeah, we, uh, we ain't a thousand yet, but you know, hopefully we get up to at least three hundred. Yeah. But, Appreciate y'all for rocking with us. And yeah, until next time. Peace. It's Figgy Fig, and I gotta tell you guys about Pittman Chiropractic and Wellness. I've been having some serious lower back and neck issues over the past few years, and finally, I decided to get a check out with Dr. Pittman. Pittman Chiropractic and Wellness specialize in neck and back pain, muscle and joint pain, sports injuries, auto accidents, and so much more. Don't walk around in pain like I was. Schedule your appointment with Dr. Pittman today. 346-774-2887. That's 346-774-2887. Or you can schedule online at PCAWellness.com PCAWellness.com and tell them Ficky Fig sent you.